are now listening to the Professional Amateurs Podcast. to another episode of the Professional Amateurs Podcast. I am your host, Jamal, and I am joined today by my normal co-host, Steph, what he wants to call No, himself. yes, yes. Because you done normal been in two episodes, you are a co-host, man. I don't want to hear yeah, that. No, nah, I'm a fucking guest, man. man call it what you want. Your mama yeah. named me yeah, Clay. Yeah, guest. You, yeah, trying to, yeah. you trying to push this Muhammad Ali shit on me, and it ain't going, because you play. You play, bro. You've been on 20 episodes, Courtney. Like, what are you talking about? Hey, yeah, I don't give a fuck. I still ain't gonna open your refrigerator when I come to your house. Yeah, well, guess ain't got nothing to do with my refrigerator or my house. Yeah, that, that's what happened. No, when you're a guest, you don't open somebody's refrigerator when, you, when you're a guest. You still gotta ask permission to go in there, motherfucker. I'm a guest, man. Depending on who house you at. In my house, yeah. under my refrigerator, and you know, you can get a water. Got water in the refrigerator. You can come grab one. No, go ahead, man. Help yourself. Mi casa, I'll, hey, su casa. I'll stop at certain K before I get there. <laughs> all right yeah. so that's his intro you know um no that ain't my intro my intro is i ain't nothing but a nigga with an opinion that, that's my intro which you know what I'm saying? that's my intro so you just, just a nigga with an opinion. That. That, that's that's the one thing you're gonna be steadfast on not the fact that you just been on 20 episodes and you just a normal part of the show bro even though I, even though like if you look it up it got my name on it you know yeah exactly because i'm against exactly it's, exactly. But that, I mean, you know, semantics, so to speak. That's literally just because that's just how I typed it. And I, and I can literally change that anytime I just don't really care. Please don't. Please don't. I mean, it don't matter. It it At the end of the day, it really don't matter. So, yeah, you know, it don't. It don't. It don't. Yeah. So, it all right. Um, back again with my guest, Courtney. <laughs> my nigga. Got it right. My man. Back my again man. with my guest, Courtney. Um, guest slash co host slash whatever the hell he want to call itself. Then we are back. Post All Star break, um, we want to before we we got a couple of different topics. We want to have a little fun little show for y'all today. But before we jump into that, I want to talk about the All Star break. You know, how you feel about it, Courtney? Um, you know, lowest rated All Star game, so to speak. Um, I'm not sure. I think it was ever. It was ever, right? The lowest. Yeah, rated ever. ever. Yeah, lowest ever. Um, really low because I didn't even watch it. I recorded it and then I looked at bits and pieces of, but I still haven't even went back and watched. I haven't really cared about watching the All Star Game in a long time, in a long, long time. But I'm I'm curious to get your thoughts on the entire weekend, the weekend as a whole. Um, the skills competition, who gives a fuck? Um, three point contest, salute the dame. Um, dunk contest. McClung. You ready to apologize to Matt? It ain't nothing to apologize for. All I said was I thought he was gonna nut up under the pressure. Um, even though that because I watched uh, his whole life. No, he has been, but I watched Shannon Brown, I watched James White, I watched other guys that when the moment became, they just weren't ready for it. Now, with that said. That's fair, that's fair. Now, with that said, John Morant, Zion Williamson, um, Aaron Gordon, you'll have Bree, you count. Um, Derrick Jones Jr. Aaron Gordon said y'all he's not doing it no more because uh, he felt like he got robbed twice. I, I understand. One of y'all niggas need to do better than Floyd Mayweather and get our revenge back now. Like, he was supposed to make up for Nate Robinson. One of y'all got to come get our shit back. Why we got to? Uh, why we got to create these racial barriers, man? Listen, Next, call it what you want. Good breaking down these walls. Call it what you want. Trying man. to build them back up. And listen, call it what you want. One of y'all motherfuckers need to get our shit back, man. Come listen, on, man. man. Get our shit back, man. 
Hey, look. One of y'all need to come get our shit. <laughs> I, I see where you going with this, but... We watch this man. We watch this man. Winning. We watch a I, nine... I think that's dope. Me, personally. I think it's dope that a white guy won the slam dunk contest. And it's not like... The, I, I'm old enough to remember Brent Berry. It's not like that. I'm talking about a white guy was really, like, flat out the best dunker in this country. Like, it wasn't even close. Like, I think that's cool. I, I have no problems with the stereotypes being, like, disproven. I, I don't care. I, that don't bother me as much as y'all let these G League motherfuckers come in here on a 10-day and come take over y'all shit over the weekend. John Morant, Zion Williamson, Zach LaVine, Derrick Jones Jr., one of you motherfuckers go get our I, shit. He ain't got two titles, don't, man. Don't let, don't let this man who played six total fucking minutes or some crazy-ass shit Come take y'all shit. Because really, he's trying to make it like he's never NBA player. Like he just, bro, he won't. He no, won't. He won't. You don't play, he literally bro, started you don't, the year off in on, on the Lakers. Look, bro, if you played in three games in your whole damn career and signed a ten day, three days before the damn dunk contest, you're not an NBA player. But so he's been this in the fight line. Come he's take been in the line. Say, man, you just make it seem like he was just sitting on his couch, and the league called him up like, "Hey, you want to like." Bro, resurrect your career by winning the bro, dunk contest. Bro, he's been a G League player for months, bro, man. Like he's been in the fight line. Don't try to, don't try to take to what I'm saying. Me? Don't try to take what I'm saying to make the story sound sadder. I ain't making. I I'm, I'm talking yeah, about. The fact. I ain't say nothing about you a couch. Trying to make I it seem like that man won in the pipeline. I ain't say nothing about. I ain't say nothing about a couch. I ain't say nothing about he couldn't play or none of that bullshit. Hell, he even won Rookie of the Year in the G League, but he's still a G League fucking player. Which is a part of the NBA, bro. It ain't the NBA though. It's the farm system, and you know this. Bro, like, I don't give not, a, I don't, not the league. It's not the people. NBA. It's, the farm system. it's not the NBA. It's not the NBA. Unbelievable, bro. On, only fans, nigga, ain't, ain't part of browsers, nigga. Shit. It's in the farm system, motherfucker. You still ain't a porn star, bitch. You're not done with And that's our first porn reference of professional yeah. I hope y'all get, get your dot com on, goddamn. You want to you wanna be a star, bitch? Get the pornhub.com, not OF. Get your ass up there with the big dog. And get the cameras flashing. Get the light going. <laughs> Take it to the face, bitch. All I'm saying is, he not a motherfucking profession. <laughs> he not one of them. He's a minor league. He not a pro, bro. That not a pro. Man, you let this motherfucker come take our shit. Go get our shit back. Zion. Wait, Zion so, okay, so you mean we, you mean like the one NBA guys? NBA, yes. Guys. I ain't looking at the black and white thing because the, boy got, just, yeah, boy, the boy got one of the five best performances of our lifetime. I don't give a fuck. I, mean, I, agree. I agree. What number you want to put him at? I mean, put him there. Now, that last dunk wasn't no 540. It was a 360. But it was a pull, pull three sixty. I mean, congratulations, salute to you. But hell no, go get our shit back, man. Go get I got okay, shit. I get, you, I get where you're going with that. Yeah, I will, let and, these, I, and that, that I agree with, so to speak. Like, yeah. I, I agree with that. Yeah, don't let this G League and motherfucker come take y'all shit. Yeah, I, I would okay. rather see some of the stars, like the NBA stars, with like make a bounce, like try it, even though they won't be as creative. And it's not at this point. It's not really even about the creativity. It's about seeing. Like some of the main guys for me, like I would love to, like like you said, I would love to see John Morant um go head to head with guys like um uh epic. Let LeBron do it in his last year. Call no, him. no, I don't know. Go on your, because LeBron still got like LeBron still can no, do some trick no, dunks. Like no, like I said, it's no, not at this no. point. It's not about creativity. No, and no, I felt no. like I don't think he owes us anything, but he kind of does owe us that. Lead at thirteen seed, nigga. Right where he at? Thirteen seed. Fuck him right now. I'm no, no. I'm not talking about like him fuck as far him. as like is impacting like championship winning. Like, nah, fuck him. I'm talking about his last year. Whatever his last year is gonna be. Whenever he does his D Wade tour, so to speak. Like, all right, my farewell tour. I want him to that year enter into the dunk contest. 
Because I like I said, it's not even really about creativity. That's the year I think like he should do it. All the major names should do it, and it'll just be about the main guy. Like y'all can just give us basic windmills and stuff, and we'll just be entertained with the main guys doing it. You know, like Zion, uh, Ja, LeBron. I want those guys in it. You know, and that'll be like the dopest dunk contest. It ain't like I said. Don't have to be about like you doing a double three sixty between your legs and like all that. Like I mean, because it's at some point, we done seen almost every dunk. There's not so much you can do without putting yourself at risk and jumping over stuff and over people and cars and gimmicks. You know what I mean? So, I would love to see LeBron do that, though, his last year. I'm good. I'm good. So, the three-point shootout. What did you think about the three-point shootout? I thought that field was really, really deep. Um, A lot of names, of course. I'm a Miami Heat fan. I was rooting for Tyler Hero. He kind of disappointed me the first, like, two or three racks, but um, I didn't think he was going to win it at all, you know, because the field was just so deep. I actually predicted Buddy Hill to win, but, you know, he was in the finals. The, so. best, the best two shooters fit his one, too. I mean, that's what I mean. That's yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like that's Best two shooters fit his one, too. So, All-Star Weekend, <laughs> like it, love it, hate it? Um, I don't give a fuck about it. Um, the players didn't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck either. Shit. Y'all play that bullshit-ass game. Players did not mm-hmm. care, bro. That was bogus, the way they did yeah. that thing. Yeah, like I said, I didn't even watch the full game. I just saw like some of the clips, and it just was like, all right, man. At this point, I think you should get rid of the game and have like a one-on-one contest. Bro, who the hell gonna do that? You might as well, cause that's what they're doing in the games anyway. They no, literally stand aside, like all the side. All right, you go one-on-one with this guy. No, but who's who's thing. gonna who's gonna risk literally checking it up and losing in front of the world and wounds? Who gonna um, risk that? Oh, you talking about like just oh the optics of you losing like man Jalen Brown just lost to like Will Barton or something like that. Right? Who gonna risk that? Yeah, I, I get. I, nah, I never thought about it from that perspective. So I'm yeah, gonna, who gonna risk that? They are, we both they are know. Egotistical. We they both know it's, it's it's hella one on one dudes. It's gonna be a whole new world when the ones. It's gonna be guys signing up. Y'all ain't gonna have no clue. That's gonna exactly because ones. But I mean, but like that. If, do you looking for ideas and stuff to like spice up All Star Weekend? Like they need that ones competition, bro. No, they don't, man. They need that ones competition. Even if it's not gonna be the main guys, I would rather see that than the skills. The skills challenges. Scrap that shit. Scrap the skills challenge. I mean, I'm trying to stop cursing so much. That's so, so, so y'all gonna be mad if they do ones and it be the same type of players in the dunk contest, man? Huh? No, ain't no players risking that, man. No, no, no. I wouldn't be mad. I would, I would just rather see that because, like, it, it, ones can be interesting. It don't matter who it is. You can see guys in ones look like they're the best player on planet I Earth. I can't say that. I can't say that when we just watch a dunk contest with four dunks that's never been done in the dunk contest and people still bitch about a name. No, I, and I don't think people was like – I think the, the dunk contest, the perception of the dunk contest was revived. I think people were excited about that. I'm, I'm just no, talking about – A little a white guy won, movie. that's all. Another element – I'm talking about just another element of – Mac McClung, Matt McClung would have been black man in six five with the same McClung, Nobody would have cared. I, I think, honest to God, Mac McClung was the best thing about All Star Weekend. I think that's what, like, not saved it, but that was it. Like, that's the only thing that they can stake they had on. Right. What and, if he, and if he and he and if he was six five, and his name was Jalen McDaniel from the Charlotte Hornets, nobody would have gave a fuck. The black story, storylines matter though, so they can't not right. All Star Weekend. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is. The, the the one-on-ones would be a bunch of no-name motherfuckers, too, and then everybody would just feel away if it was A guy like no-name. Eric Neal, which real hoopers know who that is. 
put that man in the All Star Weekend ones competition, and the world gonna fall in love with him. No, they won't. They're just gonna be mad the stars in there. Or a guy like Frank Nitty. They're gonna be mad the stars in there. And put Frank Nitty in the ones competition, and the world will fall in love with him. They're gonna be mad the stars. I would love to see Frank, like a guy like Frank Nitty, like go in ones against somebody like C.J. McCollum. Like those are two like as far as like the craftiness about those like if people who don't know who Frank Nitty is, because I realize everybody ain't like mega hoop heads like like me. But people that who don't know who Frank Nitty is think C.J. McCollum as far as like craftiness, same similar size and all of this type of stuff. I see, and that's disrespectful because he ain't even in the league. He shouldn't even be allowed to be in the shit. But he, but he's one of those guys that you look at and be like, if you like a friend guy, it's like we talk about this stuff like you know, um, off the air. Like it's certain guys that we look at and like, man, he don't give you no hope if you a basketball. If you're an aspiring leaguer, guys like Frank Nitty, guys like Tremont Waters, like put Tremont Waters in the ones competition. No, he's not an NBA player. No. So no. you mean to tell me you wouldn't be entertained by watching Tremont Waters in a one-on-one competition? NBA All-Star Weekend. You are lying you if you're saying that you wouldn't want to see Tremont Waters in a one-on-one competition. NBA All-Star Weekend. You not lying. an NBA player. I, you are lying. If you say no, I, I, I'm no. not arguing that. You right about that. I'm not I'm not saying that. Bro, that's, I'm that's just saying, what matters. I'm talking about you specifically as a hoop head. Knowing and you know what what it is with Tremont Waters. I'm not talking Bro, to a guy who don't know Isaiah, Isaiah Briscoe, Sharif Cooper, Michael Beasley. It's hella motherfuckers you can put in these ones. I'm not, but you ain't in the NBA. NBA All Star Weekend. You can't get in it, bro. Can't get in it. All y'all motherfuckers nice. It's hella niggas that's nice in ones. Hella niggas. Hella niggas. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Hella, hella niggas. I think Michael Beasley will run through the goddamn field. I believe it. I, I, I would rather, I would honestly rather see something like that than the skills competition. And you I like and like I said, I don't even care because even with the skills competition, you're not even getting like you getting guys like like I I mean how many people didn't even know? I mean I and I knew and I know you knew of course. How many people even knew that Giannis had another brother? Right. He like, got one coming in high school ranks too. Exactly. Oh, yeah, like I mean not, like so it's it's not like big names in these skill competitions. these skill competitions be like Lower level guys, bro. You can scrap that and give me something more entertaining. It's especially if you're gonna lose, use lower level. Cause all right, if you put the top skills guys in the skills competition every year, that would be interesting. You giving me lower level guys anyway. Scrap no. just scrap the competition and give me something with lower level guys that's more entertaining, like a ones contest with Isaiah Briscoe versus Frank Nitty. I pay to watch that. No. I would pay to watch that, and you would no. you, you no. Courtney. Courtney, you will too. You can pay it. Pay your phone Courtney, bill and watch it on YouTube Courtney, for all his life. Tell me Follow right him. now. Tell me right now you wouldn't be interested in watching Isaiah Briscoe play play Bro, Frank Nitty one Pay your phone bill and you can watch it on YouTube all his life. You can watch it. No. You just can't I'm watch it at NBA All-Star game. They just not yeah, NBA All-Stars, bro. They not NBA you, players. What you what you're doing right now is standing on your square. Which I no, no, I, no, 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 like just those specifically, those two names. And it's, bro, it's a bunch of names I could throw out bro, there. I, I can name, name all. I can name all the little fuckers. Jay Smooth, fucking the little Marcus Howard dude, Isaiah, uh, Iso Hove, all the little ballers like motherfuckers. I can name all of them. They can play. They can play. Even the little white boy, uh, whatever fucking the, the, the little, little little white dude, all Austin and shit. They can play, man. Duke, all the little fuckers. They can play, man. Slim, all the fuckers can play, man. They not NBA players. 
I'm not NBA arguing. NBA All Star Weekend. We're not arguing. It's we not arguing two separate things right no, now. No, 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 no. But no, 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 we're not because yeah, we're talking you know, about NBA I'm, I'm arguing that that shit you're saying in. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It does matter. That, that's why. That's why Mac McClung should have been in. I'm telling you why he should have been in. So we got he a president. We got. He didn't play. How will not NBA player win the motherfucking NBA dunk contest? That's crazy. He's literally on it. He's that's literally crazy. on the contract. He's on bro. it. It's a ten. Is it a ten day? It's a two bro, way. He got signed. He got signed three days before the goddamn contest, bro. He got signed three days before the contest, man. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Be that as it may, NBA players. NBA players. So what you saying don't even it don't even apply to him because he's bro, literally bro, on the NBA roster. Bro, he's a hell of a jumper. All that shit. He didn't play, man. He didn't play. He didn't play. He literally got signed three days before. And he's, and he's been in the NBA game this season. So what you're saying about him really does not apply. The guy bro. like Isaiah Prisco and them guys that ain't been on the NBA floor all year. Ma, what did he, what he, what he play this year? What did he play, four minutes? Who cares? He checked in the NBA game. Four minutes? Who was cares? Minutes? I'm not arguing how much time he played. I'm not arguing did he have a role carved okay. out no, for no, him. No, 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 no. No, he did not. He's been on NBA rosters at some you point should, in time during the 2020, 2022-2023 you, you should earn the right to be spotlighted. On All Star Weekend, he didn't earn it. He didn't earn it. He didn't earn it. Now, kudos to him for taking advantage of it. He had a hell of a performance. They gave him the opportunity. He made that motherfucker count. Kudos. That damn door down, boy. That's kudos. Kudos. I'm giving him all his flowers on that. When he got the opportunity, he did four for four and almost got four fifties. Hell of a performance. Hell of a performance. I watched it. Hell of a performance. I'm not disputing the performance itself. I'm saying he should have never been in it. It should be a requirement because it should be a privilege to be featured on All Star Weekend. We agree. That's all. That's all I'm saying. It should be. It should be a privilege to be on All Star Weekend. We can agree to disagree on that. You know. Yeah, you should be a privilege to be on there. The rest of the motherfuckers, just just like I didn't think. Um. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, Murphy got a few dunks in the the NBA game. Murphy only got. Like six or something. But Murphy, and that's really weird because Murphy's known as a shooter in the league. Yeah, he is a shooter. He is yeah. a shooter. But I do he had hops and shit. Remember, I picked him to win. But that's the thing. Plus, he's from North Carolina. Shit. From, from Cary. Whatever. So, so I knew he had hops. But you should be getting burned in order to be on all, NBA All-Star Weekend. You should be getting some burn on the floor. And I ain't saying you got to be All-Star. I'm just saying, nigga, you should at least be playing, though. You should be playing. I get where you go. I'm not. I'm not even shooting the All Star part of it. I'm just saying, damn, can you at least shoot up? Can you at least get in the game so motherfuckers know who you is? Like, you know how many people just seen Matt Plum for the first time ever, right there? That's crazy. Yeah. Consider, because like you said, he's been a dunk phenom since fucking 15 years old. So it's not like he's a new dunker. It's a large contingency of people who also knew who Matt McClung was. Though. It ain't that large, man. No, it is. It ain't that large. It, it is. is it's it's large be, enough be to wear like because like you like I, we talked about this. You can be famous. And not really be an impact basketball player. He's a famous basketball player, bro. He's, he's been not famous. famous. He's not famous, huh? No, he's famous. No, man, no, no, no. So now next thing I know, we're gonna have to get Jalen LeCue and motherfuckers like that in the motherfucking now. The other niggas should be mad. Famous as Mac McClung. But what I'm saying, he should. But he was at the time he was viral dunking before he got to the league. He's still and never that, Mac McClung's like famous. Bro, listen, like listen, viral activity okay. for dunking. Like bro, I'm listen. talking about, like mainstream across the board. Like he's not, he not, he not white, man. He's not white. He's not white, man. He's not white. Got it. He's not white. Like 
clearly. Storyline matters. So you going no, 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 to the storyline now? Listen, listen. I'm not disputing with the, the storyline. What I'm saying is, Jalen Q for dunking was what Mac McClung was in high school, just that in the third, on his way to the league. Now, once he got to the once he got to the G League, because he even won a G League dunk contest, Jalen Lequeux. Mm-hmm. But he never got an NBA dunk contest because he was never an NBA player. Mac McClung should have never got in there neither. Because he didn't play. He didn't play. And the Q made the Phoenix Sun roster and the other couple rosters, but he didn't get on the floor. That's why he was never in the dunk contest. Remember, people wanted him in it when he came in the league. But he didn't play. Just like he shouldn't have got in the motherfucker. You don't get no burn. You should be represented at all star weekend. You don't play. I get where you're going with it. You don't play. Goddamn, you can't at least get 800 minutes in the season before you get the line to dunk in front of the world. It should mean something, nigga, to get out of here. Yeah. I mean, it's supposed to be a showcase to, to a bunch of casual motherfuckers. Because a lot of people don't start watching the NBA until All Star Weekend and afterwards. Because yeah. that's when they say the season gets serious and just that in the third. Now, McClung done done the dunk contest and literally about to play zero minutes the rest of the damn season for Philadelphia. That's crazy. It's crazy. A motherfucker played four minutes and he's a, a representative at All Star Weekend for the NBA. I don't even think he gets converted to the playoff roster because he's on two way. I'm not sure about. Like I mean I don't, I'm not I'm not like following the ins and outs of their roster like I don't know who they value in the rotation and all of that because that type of stuff matters as far but I do know two way guys you have it's a threshold before you because we got one that we it's up in the air if we're gonna convert him or not but you probably won't get converted because we signed Cody Zeller which we'll get on uh, all of that stuff later but I'm not sure he even gets converted to a full roster spot before the playoff roster so he could probably sure? be in the G League yeah yeah I have probably be in the G League. It ain't no problem. He will. Yeah, he'll probably be. He will. He will. The NBA, NBA just did a favor by making sure he had an NBA jersey on that dunk contest. But no, because he he is on the roster as a two way player. Bro, listen, they signed him three days before, so he would have a jersey on at the NBA dunk contest. They didn't want to figure out a way. They didn't want to put him on a Space Jam jersey to do the dunk contest. So they made sure he had a goddamn NBA. Because Giannis' brother had his uh, G League uniform on. He could right, and and that he shouldn't have been in that shit neither. Should have been in the news. I think the more egregious thing was that Drew Holiday played with the Antetokounmpo's and he got two other brothers in the league. You owe me ones, bro. Like, we got to jump your ass. You going to enter the contest with the Antetokounmpo's and you got two other brothers? No. no I'll get somebody I, else to do it. Giannis had to hurt wrist. He just filled I know, I know. But Giannis got to get somebody else to do it. If I'm Aaron or um Justin, get somebody else to do it, bro. Mm-hmm. You're not about to compete with my damn brother and we can do the shit. And compete like you know, like I, I'd rather have been them three. That's more egregious NBA players. Antetokounmpo competing. That was more egregious yeah. to me. Yeah. That was wild. <laughs> like, how the hell you uh, join forces with the Antetokounmpo's and you got two brothers in the league, bro? Like, that's crazy. But you know, yeah. you not NBA motherfuckers doing NBA events. Hey, <laughs> All Star Weekend 2023 was crazy. Yeah, yeah. You know? but it was it was ass though. But shout out to Jason Tatum MVP. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you got a chance to get the crowd, nigga, best player in the world. You got three months left of work to do. So. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. All right, so we're going to transition to some of the league actions. Um, now, as y'all know, trade deadline passed recently. Once the trade deadline passed, buyout season ramps up, goes full thrust, full throttle. So we're going to discuss some of the buyouts, um, their new destinations, impact that you know that type of thing so 
Um, let's just go ahead and start with the big fish. Let's talk about the acquisition. Um, first of all, Russell Westbrook was bought out by the Utah Jazz. I'm not sure of the details about anybody's buyout, nor do I care because all these MFs is making more money than me. I don't want to hear about how much money you got up front to go find another job. I don't really care. I just do know that they paid him a certain amount of money to go elsewhere. The elsewhere he went was the Los Angeles Clippers. How do you feel about the pickup? Fucked up the Clippers title hopes. It decreased the odds. Wow. I think it improved them. But go ahead. I'm going to hear your argument. Go ahead. Simple. They didn't need him. Mm-hmm. He didn't add shit. Didn't add nothing. All he did was bring a problem. That's it. What's the problem? You added another guy in a rotation that you didn't need. So now you made the rotation bigger, and he doesn't fit with the best two players on the team. Your job as a role player is to fit around the best players on the team, and he doesn't fit. Um, so he didn't add nothing. Okay, so you're right about him not necessarily adding anything as far as like skill set. It's not like that they acquired because the main thing they really needed was a setup point guard. Um, the assists for Russell are deceiving. He's a not necessarily a setup man. He's a pass out of emergency type of guy. I like a lot of his assists are padded. I know that his numbers are high. A lot of them are padded. Like I said, a lot of them are second result assists or, or second option assists. It's never usually his first idea to set someone up. So I agree with you in that sense. Like I think they went the wrong direction in looking for a setup man and acquiring him. Um, but I've been vocal about Russell adds value to the NBA. I've know like the perception on him is that he is useless in today's you game. You talking in general. You talking in general. What does he add to the Clippers? What he the adds, NBA the NBA as a whole, I don't disagree with you. What he adds on to this the Clippers, team, on this team he don't add shit. He don't add nothing. This, no, uh, he does. Now one of the problems with the Clippers is and I think I heard somebody on who is it? I think it might have been Ramona Shelbourne on NBA today. Um, but I had expressed this sentiment. Um, the Clippers are like a blah, blah team, which I mean, like, they literally go through the motions. Hell, Kawhi won't even step on the floor if you don't feel like it, flat out. They go through the motions all the time. Russell Westbrook, which is a dangerous thing to be a team that thinks you can just turn the switch on. That's that's a dangerous, like, mentality to have. Russell Westbrook is not a go-through-the-motions type of guy. He's a full-thrust, full-throttle 24 7, 365 type guy. He's never going to like approach. Um, like, yeah, I've used this scenario like, yeah, you playing this game on a random Wednesday or a random Thursday. He's never going to approach it like it's just a random NBA game. He's going to go full thrust, full throttle with his energy, pick up the energy level in the Clippers. Now, from what I heard, they are adding him to provide rim pressure, which is one of the things that I've been vocal about that he adds. To add rim pressure, um, be able to attack the basket, score around the basket, draw double teams, kick to the open shooters once you get to the paint. So they're just literally trying to use him for what his skill set is. Because he, oh, say what you want about him. He can get to the cup. He can get inside that painted area with no problem still. And so he adds that element. Um, and also they have two guys that really can't be dependent upon as far as their health. You can depend on him. And scenario breaks right, 
Russ can pull games out of his ass, man. Like people acting like he just like don't perform at all. You know you're gonna have moments when Kawhi not playing or he can't. You know you're gonna have moments when Paul George is not playing or he can't. So I think he just adds a stable scoring option, not just scoring, just a stable <laughs> option, period. Like that's just gonna be there because the Clippers got an availability problem. That ain't Russ's problem. Like energy ain't his problem, availability ain't his problem, you know. So I mean, it's not like it's I like like when I said that I think it increases their chances. It's not like, oh snap, clip of a title. It's not like that. But I think it's just like a couple of percentage points a little bit higher that they could like actually win the title. I'm still not like making them favorites, nothing, but I don't think it's he made it worse. I think I think he actually did make it a little better. You know. He ain't nothing but your drunk uncle at the cookout, man. Sometimes he fun sometimes he fun to be around. Sometimes, man, get the fuck in the car and go home, man. You know what I'm saying? That's it. He the drunk uncle at the cookout, man. Sometimes I mean, he cool to be around. Sometimes, bro, go to sleep, man. Get the fuck on, man, for you knocking your ass out. <laughs> That's all this is, man. Listen, man. Russell Westbrook is not garbage. He still can play a little bit and all that bullshit. I'm not even worried about the rest of the regular season. I'm not even worried about this shit. Clippers are going to the playoffs. Whatever. When it comes playoff time, he does not fit around the best two players on the team. In no shape, form, or fashion. Nothing. Um, you ain't too the game slows it. down. He cannot that. shoot, man. I don't care that he can rebound because if if you got the rebound and I got Paul George, Kawhi, and 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 Plumlee and, and Zubats on the team, then we got bigger problems. If we need your six foot four ass down and go down and get the rebound, how about stay in front of your motherfucking man? Use your athleticism, man. Guard some goddamn bodies. Do that shit. You know what I'm saying? Russell Westbrook does not give them nothing they need to get on where they're trying to go. Eric Gordon, Terrence Mann would have been just fine. Go sit beside Bones Island and go get a dance routine like you did with Cam Page and, and sit your ass over there. He's increasing their odds to win the motherfucking title, man. Bro, listen, I know he came because he want to start and shit, yeah. but it's stupid. Tyron Lue better have the balls to bitch that man. He decreased your eyes and win the title. I don't know what the fuck they had him for. I have no clue why. No whatsoever. He's not the third best scorer on the team. That's Norman Powell. He cannot space. Um, He's telling you he don't want to come off the bench because the way he plays, that works better with backup than it does with starter, especially yeah. when your starter is Kawhi and Paul George, two guys who do not want to run at all times. Yeah. They play slow in general. Talu is kind of ballsy, though, man. Talu would be the one coach who I could see, like, all right, look, man, I don't give a damn what you think, like, you know, which is what I like, the reporter. And, if, and if he does that, and if he does that, and if he does that, it increases their odds. Yeah. But until then, he the drunk uncle at the cookout. We don't know if he's going to be drunk in a good time today or drunk and go to sleep, man. Get the hell on before I beat your ass, man. I'm sick of your shit. <laughs> we're going to find out. That's what we're going to find out. Drunk off time. We're going to find out in about 20 games. The rest of this little shit they got going on, they're going to go 12 and 8, 13 and 7 or whatever. So you it's drunk saying? uncle time for the Clippers. Yeah, it's drunk uncle time for what's the worst of it. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Because they title the bus, man. That's just all it is. They are. They are. So, so, so this has literally got to be a move where they increase or decrease the odds. And I'm saying it decrease the motherfucker. He didn't do shit for him. Nothing. Okay. No, he don't fit with the best two players on the team. And he refuses to accept the role because he should even came over with the mindset to start. So the fact that he even went there tells me he already got his head fucked up. And Ravine's Westbrook don't work. So I don't need him trying to prove that he belongs in the league and all that bullshit. The fact yeah, that that's, that's, that's even on his mind. Though. Right. And mm-hmm. he could go through that shit for the Shanghai Sharks or some shit. We don't need that shit. Wow. Get the hell on, bro. <laughs> His mind ain't right and none of that bullshit. He decreased the odds, but I, I, I digress. 
you'll see him fuck it up like he done every goddamn went up. He gonna fuck it up. I'm rooting for Russ, man, because everybody seems to like just yeah. I want this man to fail. It's really wild. Like when did he become? No, no, I don't want. I don't want him. To, I don't want him to do shit. He he he's been fucking up himself. We going by his track record. The track record tells me he's gonna throw it off the side of the back boy and, and let it rain. That's what it tells me. That's he's what, definitely that's gonna throw that shit off the side of the <laughs> back. That's what they're gonna do. That's what they're gonna do. That's what they're gonna do. Unless Paul George, and I don't want to hear Paul George tell me he won't because I watch you lead in it. He threw a whole concert for you and every damn thing, and you left the motherfucker. Anyway, I forgot about that. Right, really right. So I don't so I don't even want to hear that you want the motherfucker on your team. You the last you know, motherfucker. They did I all of that at that party on stage, acting like they was bros for life. If I rule the world, up. imagine that. Imagine if I stayed with your ass any longer, bitch. That's what the fuck. <laughs> the motherfucker left, bro. Listen, I ain't. Hey, yo, I completely bro. forgot about the that. Crease, that's been like so long. the bro. fucking eyes for that motherfucker. Decrease the eyes for the Clippers. Okay, so I'm gonna go five percent increase. You just going decrease, decrease flat out. Like y'all don't got no yep. chance. Yep, they move from the second tier to the third tier if they play that motherfucker 25 minutes or not. Yeah. Okay. All right, so next bio name I want to talk about. Subject near and dear to my heart, you know. The Miami Heat, Heat culture. We signed Kevin Love and Cody Zeller. Uh, Cody Zeller on the buyout market. Um, want to get your thoughts about the fit for Kevin Love and in Miami, and do you think this raises Miami's ceiling? Um, Kevin Love brings the skill set that they need. The problem is, I don't think he... I don't want to say problem, because he actually brings the skill set you need. Now, with that said, you're going to have to take Kyle Lowry out of the starting lineup. I'm assuming he's hurt. Is he, he's not playing no more, right? His fucking feelings is hurt. That's what... what no, no, is. but I'm saying... Now, but now I'm all of a sudden, now that... Uh, the buyout market and dried up and they didn't get a guard. Now uh, the report came out yesterday that he's going to be ready to play by the end of February. When two weeks ago, they were talking about he was possibly ready to have knee surgery. Okay. Well, okay. Well, with that bullshit, if I, if I was Miami, I would start Gabe Vincent mm-hmm. and then start Kevin Love. That way you got four defenders around Kevin. Cause Kevin is still a smart defender. Mm-hmm. I mean, the underrated part about the defensive possession is it ain't over until you grab the yeah. rebound. And Kevin Love is an excellent motherfucking rebounder. Um, he's a smart-ass player in the high post, and he's good at making entry passes that other people can't make. So him and Bam can run some high lows together. And then he's a legit enough spacer to where you just can't leave him in the corner or on the break on the wing. So for 20, 25 minutes a night, Kevin Love can still help a basketball team. And y'all play a lot of zones, so y'all can cover for him defensively as far as the movements he can't make. Because once the ball goes up, you ain't getting it back no. from him. He got it. Once he gets his hands on it, it's a wrap. He can still shoot free throws. He still shoots three between 35 to 38%, which is legit for a stretch big. So, long as it's the right matchup and with the defensive player of the year, dude beside him, which is the best possible dude you can put beside him at this point in the end of his career. You know what I'm saying? I would have Gabe because Gabe will fight over picks and stuff. Yeah, more than Kyle, Kyle just can't guard the point of attack. You know what and Gabe can Right, so you're gonna have to you're gonna have to bench Kyle in order to start Kevin. If you're gonna start Kevin, now if you're bringing Kevin off the bench, I don't think Kevin' impact would be the same because I think he needs to play with better defensive players around him. So Spoelstra is gonna have to blatantly just tell Kyle the second unit unit is yours, and then let him and Oladipo or whatever run the second unit and figure out what they're gonna do with that. But I think Kevin Love can help y'all as long as he's a starter and y'all. Use him 
as a pure spacer and a high-low guy with Bam. And like I said, defensively, he'll grab all the balls to finish the possession. Because y'all got a rebound oh, issue. Exactly. He don't got So one. that's what I was going to get to. I mean, he don't got one. He don't Ex- got one. Like, okay. Initially, I didn't love it when I heard of, like, the idea of it, Um, just because I was thinking about it from the – the defensive side and I just like I say I'm one of them guys like why won't this work sometimes like when it's a move like this I'm just thinking about the reason why it won't work when once I like just kind of like took a deeper dive like he's he's this is actually perfect he literally fills three holes that we have like um which is what you said the rebounding we need help on rebounding we we need a legitimate starting power forward um but Caleb Caleb Martin has been uh one of the more pleasant surprises for me this it's not like he's been bad it's just that him being out of position puts other players out of position and then the rotation just been thrown out of whack since October, which is a lot of the reasons why we in the seventh seed right now is guys playing out of position, doing more things that they, they can actually do or being asked to do things that, you know, they can actually do more things that they can actually do him, Max Strews, guys like that. So gives us a legitimate four. Um, like you said, starting him makes more sense to balance out the rotation. Plus, you could surround him around Bam, Jimmy. I agree with you 100%. Kyle Lowry comes back. He's uh, in the six-man or in uh, the backup role. He's not coming back as a starter, um, especially with the way Gabe's been playing. Gabe's good enough offense. He can give us what the hell Kyle can give us offensively. And we're going we to get that defensive punch from Gabe, guaranteed, you know. So you could surround him around him. The problem with that would be, Kevin Love, Tyler Hero in the same starting lineup, and teams is just going to try to, like, do as much hunting as they can on those two guys. Bam is solid enough. Like, I think, and like you said, we play another zone. I think we can cover up for it. The shooting, we are literally, like, the third worst shooting team in the NBA right now. I'm not understanding why after being first last year. But he does provide that. So he adds shooting, rebounding, and a legitimate starting power forward. I think that Piece-wise, um, now, it's, it's contingent upon our shots actually falling in the playoffs, which I'm – like, the, the laws of averages got to balance out. We've been bricking too damn long. And we it's not like we got bad shooters and we get bad looks. It's got to average out. It's got to even out at some point in time. So I'm, I'm anticipating on our shots to start falling at a more consistent rate. I think Miami can make the finals realistically now. Um, based off the matchup in the West, they could win the finals. I think Denver would still be a tough matchup. I think Memphis would be a tough matchup. Um, but I realistically though, not even just being a homer guy, I think Kevin Love raises the ceiling of Miami. Just and not even him just being like I like and I'm one of those guys who don't think it's a major move that needs to happen. This is an incremental move that means a lot because it fills three holes we have perfectly. Like I'm talking about fills them to a T. So Moves like that could be the difference in your team winning two rounds or not, more than you swinging for whales or fishing for whales, so to speak. You know, love the Now, um, as far as the, the whole final shit, it all depends on if Hero performs we all, all time and his bam true. I didn't want to, didn't want to dive into it because I purposely like. Oh yeah, I got you. We're gonna get that. I, I didn't want to get into like I why, but. I do. I think the ceiling is raised to you. NBA Finals, possibly NBA Championship, based off the matchup. I think flat out we can beat the Bucks okay. and the Celtics. Now, those were the only two teams I was worried about. Um, 
And also, like, that does add, mm. add size, which you need against both of those two teams. But we just we just don't have enough size. Him and Cody Zeller and uh, the addition of Omer Yurtsevin, because um, the report says he'll be back at the end of February, too. Now, all of a sudden, Miami is big as hell. Like, with like right. two weeks ago, we were one of the smaller teams in the NBA. And so it's it's a little different now. The landscape can, like, change now, in my opinion. But, I mean, like Courtney said, it all depends on some factors that we're going to get into later when we get into some of these role players because we're going to talk about some of the impact role players. But, yeah, uh, championship uh-huh. light for sure NBA finals. I think we can reach the finals now, like realistically, you know. Um, okay, so we'll move on. I don't want to spend too much time on Kevin Love. Uh, Reggie Jackson, solid backup. Nothing. Okay, just go jump right into it. You don't give a damn that he's doing with the Denver Nuggets, Richie. I'm like, I can't he's either taller, he's a taller Bones Island. He is. I was just about to say that he can okay. feel him like what Bones Island did, but he get a little bit more That's experience, it. more playoff experience. Yeah, but if he playing, if he playing, that means Jamal Murray's thinking it up. So not really, because time. I mean, so, okay. uh, so how many minutes you think Reggie Jackson to play? Twenty. Play yeah. all time. Remember, this is all about playoff time. About 20, 20, uh, 20, 15, 20 15. 23 minutes a night. That's cool. No, nah, 15. 15. Hmm. You think it's going to be that short? 15. Yes, because he can't guard two. He, not, he he can't take KCP road. He can't take Bruce Brown road. So, yeah. And I'd rather play Christian Braun guarding wings instead of Reggie Jackson. So, yeah, I would, too. Yeah. Even though Christian Braun is, ain't played yeah. no NBA playoff minutes in his career. But you I trust him more guarding Malone wings instead would of trust a rook over a vet because this is why people, these coaches go out here and, and try to sign these vets for the playoff runs. I get it. I get it. And I, and I think they might be the team to sign Will Barton back. They had Will Barton last year. I'm just telling you as of right now, because remember, I, well, I'm looking at this from a straight playoff perspective. Um, I don't think Reggie plays more than 15 minutes. I'd be surprised if he does. And if he does, that's not a good thing. That means KCP's thinking it up because that means you got Reggie on ball and Jamal Murray off ball and all that type of shit. That's not a good thing. So, yeah. So, mm. so it ain't shit. Just a, just a taller uh, bones out. Okay. So does nothing to the silk. They don't increase or decrease. Now nah, they just stay okay. where they were. All right. So um, Terrence Ross picked up by the Phoenix Suns on the buyout market. Solid three point shooter. I think he's about thirty eight percent right now. Um, don't get okay. me. Cool. I'm like that's not like you know what I mean. I, I'm not. I'm going off like right up like memory. But, I mean, solid three-point shooter. You think this helps Phoenix? Or, like, what kind of move? Like, what you think about that? We just did to the rat comes back with. So, you don't think he, like, cracks the rotation at all once the rat gets wrecked? You think he's just going to be a no. pillar, like, you, they signed him to not play him. You don't sign a three-point shooter of that caliber not to play him at all. You sign him so when Durant needs nights off until the playoffs start. That's what he does for. Playoff time, he's not playing. No. He'll be sitting beside TJ Warren and they can patty 15 Kate minutes down. tonight. He can't get 15 in. No, he's not playing 15 in the playoffs. No. Hmm. No. Terrence Ross is not playing. Terrence Ross playing. don't have playoff experience. He's been on bad teams. No, he, I, no, he just don't he just don't fit what he don't fit what the main four guys need. Terrence, uh Joshua Kogi and Tory Craig do, which is guard the other team best player. So we don't gotta do it. He doesn't fit that mode. So Terrence Ross shouldn't hmm. be playing. And if you won't scoring off the bench, you don't score better than TJ Warren. Now he's so a better spacer than Luke TJ Warren. For, for, for not taking guys like Dorian Finney-Smith off the floor, but you're not gonna give Durant and Booker Hill 
No, 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 no. That that when we get to talking about the playoff yeah. matchup, yeah. Okay. that will come up. That will come up. But as far as the main part of the starting five, they need the fifth guy not want the, to not want the ball, but just not be a liability if he shoots the motherfucker. And Torrey Craig shoots like thirty eight percent from the three point line. He shoots good enough to where he just he makes enough. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But we'll get on him later because I got him as part of the little shit. Oh, okay. But, hmm. but yeah, him and Josh Kogi literally will play over Terrence Ross. Terrence Ross right now is for Durant to get games off until the playoffs start. Or, or Devin Booker. We're on a back-to-back. Take your ass out there, bro. Shoot 12 threes, man. And if you make them, you make them. If you don't, whatever. Yeah. Okay. You know what whatever. Oh, okay. I mean, I like the move. I don't love it. I mean, solid pickup. Like, he's... Listen, I'm, I'm looking at it strictly from a playoff perspective. For regular season, it's perfect. But playoff-wise, he, I mean, this this move is for the playoff. That's why he went to that team. He wants a chance to play in games that matter. I just don't think he will. Um, so, okay, so those are the main buyout guys. Um, other way, like, I mean, I don't think the none of the other signings were, like, pretty much as impactful as the ones I named. We could go down the list, but, I mean, you know, Dwayne Depp. So we're going to disrespect Patrick Beverly um, later? Yeah, <laughs> Patrick Beverly moved the needle. Oh, Patrick Beverly moved the needle going back, back to Chicago. I mean, as far as the bottom, far as the bottom of the story, he's going back home. And he no, far as the bottom, far as the bottom of the play in the East, hell yeah, you see Patrick Beverly. Yeah, yeah, he does. So you think Patrick yeah, Beverly could be the difference in the Bulls making the play in? And not making it, yeah, absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. He got to play. He takes AO minutes. You take AO minutes, and him and him and uh, Caruso could be held in the back for a guard for motherfucker. That way, Levine, and then you could put DeRozan at the four and let him be a mismatch probably back to four. They probably have rebounding issues, but they'll be playing that. The Bulls play. make the play in now. Right now, the Bulls are currently the eleven seed, eleven or twelve, and they two games back on um, Toronto. Right. They not catching Toronto though. Want to put something on it? Uh, uh, yo, Toronto, especially with their roster construction now, they are not catching Toronto. What do you want to put on? No, no, listen. I'm, I'm telling you, they're going to get in. I'm telling you. Washington, one of them is coming out. They three I'm games. They Beverly, three games Beverly behind by- Washington. I, I, I hear you. And I'm telling three you. Three and a half behind Atlanta. Yeah. Miami or New York, whoever and you Trey, think is going to And Trey got his coach fired. All right. Knicks in Miami. Seven and up is solidified. It's just about eight through ten. My fucking uh, and Trey about to feel the pressure now because now the coach fired. Now we looking at you. Yeah, that's like what I said. That's why I named him. Like maybe they could possibly slide. Yeah, yeah, we 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 looking at you, maybe little they light skin. I'm, I'm just telling you, could possibly slide. Nah, they not catching I'm Toronto. Just, I know that it ain't gonna be Toronto with the team they catch. I, 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 I'm just I'm just telling you, Beverly gonna matter more than people think. I'm just saying. Hmm. See? That's interesting. Out of all the bow guys, he the one that's gonna really play. He the one that really has to play to do, do what that team trying to do. Now that they know for sure Lonzo Ball is out, Ayo sit down, Cody, Kobe White sit down, and he's that energy and shit that that, that pretty ass Levine need and DeRozan need with his smooth ass. You know what I'm saying? I'm just telling you, everybody say some shit. I was gonna skip Patrick Beverly ass, but you think he the uh, determining fact that the Bulls making the playoffs or not? So, guys, yeah. who knew? Yeah. Who knew that you would be on Patrick Beverly bandwagon yeah. like this right now? Yeah, Beverly, Beverly don't miss the playoffs, man. He just don't, bro. Yeah, when the last time had Patrick Beverly been on the team that didn't make the playoffs? Arkansas. He been in the playoffs every year his career. He been on a lot of teams. He used to play for the Heat. Yeah. Man, made it in. Yeah. Yeah, made it in. Yeah. 
Yeah, I would have been mad if we picked Patrick Beverly up on the uh, buyout market. I would have been pissed off. So we use one of the. Hey, listen, if you'd have told me you got him and Kevin Love instead of Gozella, shit, why not? No, because like I actually like the size. Adding the we now we have a potential starting big and a potential backup big. Now we ain't got to play Orlando Robinson ass in the playoffs because I don't know what the hell going on with Yurt. They swear Yurt is coming back, but I, whatever. Brain played all year, and and the love affair with Omer Yurt said is nuts to me. They see something that clear. I mean, they watch them all the time. Like, and now these teams clearly know something we don't know. I mean, I know a little bit about Yurt from being right. from Raleigh. I'm from Illinois, NC State, before he transferred to Georgetown. Right. As the way they talk about Omer Yurt Seven, bro, is like Bam, Jimmy, Tyler Hero, Yurt. Now we can talk about who y'all want on our team. Right. It's like okay, right. I mean, well, I need to see it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I need right. to see it. Like, I feel you on that shit. I feel you. Yeah, so, I mean. I feel you on that. Yeah, I, so I would have been that, pissed man. off. I'm, looking, I'm going through that with Quentin Grimes. Yeah, so I, <laughs> yeah. I get it. I get it completely. All right, so um, I do want to discuss a couple of the guys. Who do you think that hasn't been picked up on a buyout market that could possibly be picked up on the buyout market as far as, like, free? Um, honestly, man, I don't think nobody that's out of the league really matters. Um. Just from a fan perspective, I like Thaddeus Young. I'm like, I'm saying like, because they expecting like Toronto hasn't bought him out yet, but they expected to buy him out. You think you can help? Him? I don't think nobody is about to get bought out. Like, okay, Rashawn, like, like somebody like Rashawn Holmes. You don't think Rashawn Holmes can help somebody? No, Rashawn Holmes is solid as hell, man. Bro, he can He's play, man. But the problem hell. is the main thing. The main thing you need from him, he don't provide. So no, he can't help. Hmm. Kevin Knox. You don't yeah. think Kevin not? Nerland's Noel for sure can help somebody on the buyout market. Nerland Noel, Nerland Noel plays hard, man. He, 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 he puts his hands in there. That's solid backup big. Backup might... center is like the most coveted thing in the NBA right now. It is, but it's also the easiest thing to find. So if you need eight minutes, I mean, he could do that. That's what I'm saying. Like, like to find a solid yeah. back. It ain't out. It's, you think it's easy to find a solid backup big? No, it's not. Yeah. They they give no, it's up. not. Not to find a solid, like a, a backup center that you can really trust. The problem with most mind of these you, teams, they you, can't fit their bigs mind down. Mind you, I'm talking about playoffs. No, but, but that's what I'm saying. Mind you, I'm talking about the playoffs. The playoffs, the playoffs. You if to if Jokic out. sits down, it's a disaster. If Bam sits down, it's a disaster. Right. When Embiid sits down, Correct. it's a disaster. It's not easy to find back, uh, solid backup bigs, bro. Bro, if you, if you go through the regular season, like I said, it's easier to do, but when it's playoff time, the rotation is smaller. Yeah, the, the rotation got to play longer. I mean, that's just what it is. That's just what it is. Like that's not like a, that's not like no mystery or nothing. Like I said, for the next twenty games of the season, I like them guys. But as far as playoffs concerned, Holmes ain't shit. Noel Norlands ain't shit. I mean, they ain't shit. They ain't shit. Damn, you gonna say they ain't shit, bro? The disrespect. As far as playoffs, I mean, listen, we talking about as far as playoffs. A buyout guy got to help a playoff team. Regular season team, he can't help. That's why he getting bought out. Toscano Anderson, you think he can help nobody? Toscano Anderson? I don't think he can dominate G League. I don't think he can dominate G League, no. I ain't asking about dominating. He one of the worst players in the NBA. You always got to take it to the full out of state, man. Now he's, now Toscano Anderson. No, I do. I think he's one of the worst players in the NBA. What is he? He's number 432. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I truly believe that. I think he's one of the worst players in the NBA. That's crazy, G. I truly believe 
I think he one of them dudes that's a great guy in the locker room. You know, he, he comes to practice. He want to go get the coffee and the donuts for whoever needs it. If I need to carry your bags, I'll do it. Sure. If you want to take shot, I think I think he's a great guy. I think he's a great guy. But as far as a basketball player, he First sucks every time. He just have to be six Kirk nine, Miles. and he's a great Kirk guy. Miles. You don't think Kirk Miles can help a playoff roster? Shooting. Everybody you know, needs extra shoot shooting, bit, man. But, but Any, anybody would like oh. sign on another shooter if you had an available roster. Bro, it sounds good. It sounds good until you got to play him. Play him where? Name a contender he can get on the court for. You can't get on the court, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just throwing out skill set that I know that team's cousin. Nah. Bro, listen. He's an NBA. He got an yeah. NBA skill. I give him that. that. That's why. That's but why can I he get it. on the floor? No. He play on the team that got the best post big in the league that needs shooting, and he's getting cut. He can't play, bro. Can't play. Weird. All right. He, he literally in the most perfect matchup. I mean, our spot he could be. In. Like I said, only guy, only guy I care for, man, is uh, John Wall just because some local shit. Like, yo, I really want Charlotte to pick up shot. John Wall, man. Um, and then uh, Carmelo Anthony, just because you know I'm a fan, and you know he one of my five favorite players. Ever. I can't so, tell the I way you done bash this man on this damn program. Listen, listen, just be, just because just because I'm willing to say what it is, which you don't mean I don't fuck with you. I don't watch that man play more than anybody you know. These are facts. So it ain't like I'm sitting here lying on. I don't watch the man play half his career. But you better. will like. Literally, make him seem like he did. See, list. No, I just did it based on him versus LeBron. He ain't shit. He ain't. Yeah, I stand on that. He ain't shit compared to LeBron. He ain't shit. Want no rivalry. Want none of that shit. He won't shit. Okay, well, him versus Paul Pierce. We got a conversation. Him versus Dominic Wilkins. Let's talk about it. Him versus LeBron. Let's cut cut shit. Like we ain't nothing to talk about. He just ain't in that conversation. Him versus Durant, he ain't in that conversation. He just ain't in. Okay, so I'm going to give you just this. Um, Carmelo, DeMarcus Cousins, Dwight Howard, Isaiah Thomas, Serge Ibaka, John Wall, Kimber Walker. No, no, my, my, my question like is, I said, I just, out of those names, can you see either one of these names getting picked up for a playoff roster? Carmelo. He the only one. Carmelo. Only one. Only because only because Phoenix done made it known that we'll take his ass. And he a vet dude. They respect him. And, yeah. and then and unlike Tory Craig or Josh Kogi, you just ain't gonna let Melo have a chance. You just ain't gonna let him have it. So yeah. which leads to Durant and Booker gonna have to guard the other dudes. So or Kogi and Craig gonna have to do it. But I think you still start Craig when you just play him more. And then Chicago uh, Kogi can play the backup minutes to uh Booker or Chris. Because he can play with either or and he can guard either position. So, I think he will fit right there. That's the only team you can go to. Literally, that's the only team in the league. That's it. Okay. That's it. You know, he don't go to Phoenix. Carmelo, go go watch your son play, man. Call it a day. All right, so let's pivot to these role players. So, we want to talk about with us coming down. What we got to see, like, everybody got, like, 30 games left, 25 games left? Uh, 20 to 25. It's less than 30 for everybody. Yeah, so we're coming down the stretch of the season, entering to playoff season. We want to discuss some of the role players on these potential playoff teams who we feel like could impact the outcomes in the playoffs. So we got 10. You got 10, right? We got 10 apiece? Yeah, I got, got 10. 10. I got 10. Yeah. We're just going to kind of throw the names back and forth. Um, I'll let you start. You can just go. All right, before I start. I want to explain to everybody what a role player is for me. You have to at least play 22 to 25 minutes a game. 
which is about half the game at least. So you have to battle to some degree. I'm not talking about a specialist that only comes in when the situation is a given, meaning you just need a three-point shot. He comes in for that little bullshit. You have to literally be on the court for at least about half the game. It's part of the rotation. It doesn't matter if you start or come off the bench, but you have to play at least half the game to be considered a role player for me. That's what we clear. And you cannot be a top two scoring option on your team and be considered a role player. You got to be a third option down. So you got to be a three through eight guy on the roster. That's what All we right. clear. Mm-hmm. All right, my number 10, I did mine in order. I don't think no, you did mine, mine in order. I did mine in order. Okay, I got mine in order. That's for those listeners. All right. My number 10 is Larry Nance for the New Orleans Pelicans. And the reason why that is is because we have not seen Zion, Brandon Ingram, and C.J. McCollum together all damn season. Zion cannot play center. B.I. cannot play power forward. And Valachunas cannot play with them two when it comes playoff time. It has to be Larry Nance. So if Larry Nance cannot hold up at the five, if he cannot stretch the floor good enough for Zion at the five, then the Pelicans can't do a damn thing come playoff time. So he's my number 10. He's the only guy on that roster that can play both ends, shoot it good enough to quote-unquote stretch it because he probably shoots 33 35% from the three-ball line. He don't shoot a lot of them. That's a given. But he's the only guy that can do both ends. He can set. He can still set the screens needed for McCollum to get the mismatches he needs. And he's a great rim diver. And then he's a great recover defender from end to end. And he can play any given lineup. He can play with B.I. He can play with Zion. He can play with both. And, yeah, he can even play the four if Zion gets hurt because we don't know what the fuck will happen to that motherfucker. So, Larry Nance, for me, is my number 10. All right. Um, so, we just go 10 for 10. My 10th, it's not in no particular order, um, but the 10th guy I have on my list is Chris Middleton. So. We call him a role player? Yeah. Especially if we're going off this particular season, he's a third option. Oh, shit. And and not, yeah, and not only necessary, uh, yeah he is I'm, I'm you talking about like as the totality of his career I'm talking about the 2022 2020 or the 23 playoff run um, oh, Chris shit. Middleton is a question mark you don't know what the hell you are gonna get and that's why he's on this list because he's a question mark. oh shit uh, okay Giannis we know what we get from Giannis we know what we get from Drew Holiday those they're the two all stars Chris Middleton is the one guy who could literally turn the Bucks into a second round out or first round out, depending on who they get. Um, Cause like if they get a team like Miami in the first round, they, they don't want that. They would be the favorite, but that's not ideal for them. That's not a reward to be the, the two seed and have to play Miami as the seven seed. Um, Chris Middleton is literally the guy that can take them from a first or second round out, depending on matchup to NBA champions. If Chris Middleton is, the Chris Middleton that Courtney was about to start describing when I named him. The problem is we don't know if Chris Middleton is going to be there. You've seen it in pockets. You just haven't seen it consistently enough. And we all have also seen what happens when Chris Middleton ain't Chris Middleton or when Chris Middleton, the Chris Middleton that the Bucks are depending on is not out there. They get bounced. So they get bounced. That's why Chris Middleton. And, and he playing for his money yeah. too. So, um, yeah, because he, he's a free agent after this season. They don't get talked about enough. For the record, 
He he honestly got to get get his ass out. For the for the record, I went with basically some like the same criteria he went with as far as like my role player. Um, my role player list is pretty much going different because it's a lot of like top third like third option guys. Like this is where it stopped at. A lot of like main guys is not the one or two option that can like directly affect their team's title chances. I have a lot of those guys on my list. I have a couple of guys that's not in that realm, but most of my list is guys like that. So you can get a idea one. Okay. All right, mm. so go ahead with your now. Mm-hmm. Damn, Middleton. Mm, interesting. Well, but I have been saying two years, Giannis yeah. is gone. So Middleton, you better hoop yeah. up, bro. So yeah. All right, my number nine is uh Josh Green slash Tim Hardaway Jr. of the Dallas Mavericks. <laughs> Either one of them. But because basically, one guy's the defender, the other guy's the shooter. You wish there was all one guy. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like they need to play Josh Green more because he's the one that can grow with Ikari Irving and Luca. But Tim Hardaway might be better right now just as the vet dude, especially from a shooting standpoint. So. So when the playoff series come, because I think Josh Green guards point of attack guys better than he does bigger wings, which means Luca, wink, wink, small forward, motherfucker, six eight two forty. No, 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 no. We trying to put no onus on Luca. You ain't gonna do it. No, 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 Let's play Torrey Craig in a coach. And Torrey Craig, yeah. I, no, no, I'm saying because they got four scores in the starting lineup. This team don't got four yeah, scores in the starting lineup. They don't got four. Right, yeah, yeah. So, so Josh Green for me slash Tim Hardaway. It's more about Josh Green than it is Tim Hardaway. But Josh Green is my number nine because they didn't trade for Kyrie Irving not to win a round, especially after coming off the West Conference Finals. And Kyrie Irving can still leave. Like, people got to remember, he ain't – Contracted after this year, so yeah, I can he's going these to playoff results don't look away. <laughs> this is a wreck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I, I mean, give or take, I, I don't, we don't, we don't know officially, but I'm just saying. I mean, we talking our shit, but at the same time, it matters how they look at this yeah, moment. So they got to really factor in what if he leaves. Is Josh Green getting these reps more important than Tim Hardaway Jr. vet ass being out there? And we might not still win the round anyway. You know what I'm saying? And then Kyrie Irving still may leave. So they have to really decide on that with Jason Kidd. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to say Josh Green, but Chill Holloway probably lurking in the background. And props to Reggie Bullet, Mac Mac Cleaver. He wanted a few two way players on the squad, which I hate that fucking term, but everybody got to play both men. You know, one of the few two way motherfuckers on the squad. But Josh Green for Dallas is my number All nine. Right. So my number nine is Dylan Brooks. Um, with the Memphis Grizzlies, I think everybody takes Memphis serious as a title contender, but I think everything that they do as far as being a legitimate title contender hinges upon how good Dylan Brooks can be. They didn't go out and bolster that roster. The fact that OG was out there for three ones and they didn't give up three ones to get OG blows my mind. I can't, it's got to be a lie. It's got to be a lie. Like I, I can't believe the fact that they didn't try. Like you could have got a significant upgrade on both ends of the court at the wing position, and you didn't, like, do it, knowing that that's your team's detriment. But they stuck with Dylan Brooks, you know. They didn't go out and get OG. They didn't go out and get none of these other wings that they could have got the deadline. So now you got Dylan Brooks. Now your title hopes are 
contingent upon can Dylan Brooks shoot above 40% from the field and not just a three point line. <laughs> like, is Dylan Brooks going to go out here and shoot 36% in the playoffs? <laughs> he probably is. <laughs> he probably going to go out there and shoot 36, 37, 29 from the three point line. He's going to guard the hell out your other team that's playing them. And I was about to say, that's what makes it so fucked up, man, because he really plays defense and. And he and he he just not he ain't scared to he let not. it fly. Like, That's why he's shooting thirty seven percent. Because he, he will. if Ben Simmons had his head, his his head. Oh man, Ben Simmons would be great, phenomenal. No, he just look like Dylan Brooks. That's what. No, nah, I'm saying, but I'm saying is, but but Dylan Brooks think he the best motherfucker in the world. He do. Like if Ben Simmons thought like he, he did, man, do. oh my god. Yeah, but yo, Dylan Brooks think he that nigga. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I, he, but he I like and I like Dylan man, Brooks. Too. I just you know. Uh, man. The title hopes is, is contingent upon how solid he's gonna be. You said that out loud that made me not knock them out of the tier for the well, I mean, I, that's what it is, might, though. Might that, literally, that's what it is. Yeah, man, literally, and it's crazy. Hey, that's what it know? is. They title, it ain't John Morant. It ain't Triple J. It ain't Desmond Bain. It's Dylan Brooks. God, I wish Luke Kennard was six nine. Yeah. Christ. He can sit his he ass down. Be, but he, he, just, he ain't as big as Dylan Brooks. Yeah, he ain't big as Dylan so. Brooks. Yep, can't sit his ass down. Yeah, but Dylan Brooks holds the keys to the Memphis Grizzlies in the NBA title. Like, I tried to be as professional as I could, man. You were here laughing and shit at Dylan Brooks. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> that Dylan is, Brooks. like, once you really think about it, it's like, man, your title hope is resting on Dylan Brooks. Good luck, bro. Yeah. <laughs> And I got a Griffin Goodly, but it ain't him. He look high on the list. So that's, that's fine. All right, yeah, yeah, Dylan Brooks is my nine. All right, my number eight. I think he's one of the best three and D players in the league. Flat out. And he can put it on the deck better than you think he can. He can attack closeouts better than you think he can. And he might be the second best white American player in the league. Kevin Herter of the Sacramento Kings. So who's first? Okay, okay. I just had I had just had to get it on the record. All right. Yeah. Record. But um but uh Kevin Herter is legit, man. He's the second best playmaker on the uh, Sacramento Kings. And after De'Aaron Fox, so bonus is, is great at handling the ball from the high post and stuff, but he's not a playmaker in the sense making something happen off the bounce. Kevin Herter is the second best playmaker in that regard. And he can legitly shoot that motherfucker off a curl, pick, pin down, however you want it. And he got a little sneaky post-up game quiet as kept. The boy legit. Got um, nice size and all he's one of the best three and D players in the league. Right. I think he's one of the best three and D players in the league. Um and he got underrated, um, I don't want to say underrated, but he got more playoff experience than people think playing with the Hawks. Because he was on the squad and got to the conference yeah. finals and then helped them get to the playoffs the year before. So he's one of the few experienced players on the team that's been through it. So Kevin Herter for me is gonna be important down this stretch right here. Because even though Sacramento in third, they very easily can be in the seven eight seed if they don't finish this season outright. And he's gonna play a big part in that. So them bells got to be ringing in Sacramento, but it, they need to be ringing in, in game one instead of game three. They need to go into a series with home court advantage if they want any type of chance to make any type of noise. And it's gonna boil us down to Kevin Herter. I'm giving Fox his flowers. I'm giving some bonus bells, but he got to come through as the third guy down the stretch and get it done. Harrison Barnes is solid, but I don't think he has another level. Um, uh, Keegan Murray kid, he's a rookie, so I don't want, he don't, he don't deserve the burden put on him. And Kevin Herter is just flat out better than Malik Monk. So, 
And then Mitchell just can't score coming off the bench. So Herder is the guy down one of the guys down the stretch that have to do his thing to Sacramento to get where they're trying to okay. go. So Kevin Herder. I like that. My number eight. I like that. My number eight guy is Kyle Lowry. Now, um don't it's kinda of, it's, it's kinda of weird because the the Miami Heat's title chances do and they don't like hinge upon them getting some form of the Kyle Lowry that they thought that they were signing to a three-year deal uh, last year or the year before. But the main thing is if Kyle Lowry comes back and accepts a role off the bench, I think that in itself, that just him being willing to say, all right, Gabe is the better option for this team as a starter. For us to make a playoff run, and then I could because truth be told, I watch every Miami Heat game, all eighty-two. Kyle dominates when the nights that Jimmy Bam and Tyler and everybody sits out, but him and he playing with five G leaguers, him and or for him and four other G leaguers, those are nights that we get like two thousand fifteen Kyle Lowry. You know, like it's really weird. He just looks real pedestrian playing with the stars, so. Can he accept that role coming off the bench and thrive as a backup point guard? I would love to see it because I think that that could raise the team ceiling as well. And, you know, I'm all the way here for the Miami Heat for a championship parade down Biscayne. I will be down there if we win the title. You already know me. I'm going. Or at least to the ring ceremony. For sure I'm going to the ring ceremony. But we don't be no damn ring ceremony if Kyle Lowry won't accept this role because according to the reports, he'll be coming back in February. And Gabe Vincent is not that dominant of a guy that Kyle Lowry, a future Hall of Famer, he could easily look at Gabe Vincent and start acting like Russell Westbrook. You know? Yeah, so I, and, that, and that's he why he's on this list. Know. Like, I want this Kyle Lowry going to accept his new role and being a backup because if he can, I think that that could take this team up another level. It's small moves, people. It's not always a big splash. This is a small move that could be a difference maker. So that's why I got Kyle Lowry in the Just so, but you do think you think he gonna look at Gabe and be like, hell no, nope. I already know you. I already know you looking at Gabe like that. I already know you. I already know you. Shit, shit. All the depot mad. <laughs> shit. All the depot mad. Bo- yeah. Vocal about uh, saying that he thinks he's starting. He wants to start. And, uh, yeah, he's been right. Working. So he mad, yeah. Motherfucker, Max Reeves playing for money and shit. Like, y'all got a lot of upset motherfuckers out there on the low. So it, it, it's a funny thing yeah. with y'all. And then Kevin Love done fucked up Max Reeves' minutes and Shrews know this and shit. So it, y'all gonna have a chemistry thing to do. No, I mean, I think, I think Shrews' minutes is gonna be fine. Because Shrews is, I don't gonna, know. Shrews is still like, Shrews was always the backup anyway. Shrews' minutes ain't gonna, he's always gonna be Tyler Hero's backup. Now, who is who? who yeah, but, this, this, but the issue is, though, is with Caleb Martin playing, yeah. now you can play Caleb at the three and then Jimmy at the two, and then that can mess with his mm-hmm. man. That's what I'm saying. It, it, it's going to be a tricky thing, man, because your coach buy you defense yeah. first. But Max is a good so, defender, which is why he always got denied over Duncan. Max is not a bad defender. He just right, white. But, people but, look at him like, Let, of course, you're going to hunt the white guy. I'm not, I'm not saying he's a bad yeah. defender, but you got a guy now that's playing the four. That can shoot as good as he can at the yeah. two. That can make a, your your Martin kid go to the three and then make less burden on Butler. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It, it, it's a tricky yeah. thing now. Like this rotation. So if I was you, that's the main thing I'd be watching the rotation. I am. I am. It ain't just the Larry part of the rotation; it's the other part of the rotation too. So 
I, I'm, I'm interested to see how he how he uh, divides the minutes and like where he's places love yeah. as far as like where he start them or not. And I am interested to see the rotation, right. but kind of the main thing I'm interested in seeing with our rotation is what the hell role do we have for Kyle Lowry going forward? Because if he's a starting point guard going forth, we're gonna lose in the second round. Mm. But if he take this role. And then it's like you were saying earlier in the show, him and Oladipo, just y'all run the, the bench unit. And like, because he's not closing games anyway. I think the writing has been on the wall. Kyle Lowry, been, I'm talking about when I say not even not closing, he's not even getting off the, the bench in the fourth quarter. It's been like that for like almost a month. You know what I mean? So the writing been on the wall anyway. So it should be a smooth transition with him being a backup. Like, and that's why he tweaked saying, fuck y'all. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because his feelings been hurt, you know? So. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Who your seven? Gotta get some baby wipes. <laughs> All right, my number seven is uh, PJ fucking Tucker. Um, he plays about twenty five minutes a night. He takes three shots a game, and two of them happen to be threes. Mm. So I say that to say, Embiid, <laughs> James Harden, if they if they plan on going anywhere. Because we know what their offense is going to be. Pick and roll and, and, and isos with them motherfuckers. And we know who they're doubling off of. P.J. motherfucking Tucker. He has got to put it up. Yo, do you he know got that? You because he got to stay on the floor. You know that there's a prop bet, a, a legitimate prop bet in Vegas going on for P.J. On him scoring 10 points once in the second half of the season. Once. Yeah. That's crazy, yeah. bro. Like, that's wild disrespectful. It ain't disrespectful because, hell, we had a bet with five 20-point games with Ben Simmons starting the year, which I'm still winning. 20-point games, you know but the, the crack double two. figures to say, like, the over under, like, uh, if you cracking double figures is one? Yeah. It's a question mark if you're going to crack double figures. And he's like, PJ is starting and getting 25 to 30 minutes a night. Yeah. One? They 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 got they're gonna have to seriously see what this is because playoff time, bro. He's the guy. Crazy. He's the guy that we gonna leave, bro. Oh no, I, I just live this. I just live this last yeah, season. He's the damn. He's the he's the fucking one. And if they lose before the conference finals, because as much as everybody want to talk about Jokic, Jokic ain't been to the finals. Jokic ain't. Embiid ain't never been out the second round. So y'all want to hand him the MVP because he's been second twice in a row and he's about to be second or third this year. So for all the shit y'all want to get a dude on the west side, I need y'all to get that same energy to that motherfucker on the east side. And I'm telling you, P.J. Tucker going to play a, a role in this thing right here because this team can't do nothing else. They done done everything they possibly can to get better, including get his black ass and get him $30 million at 37, 38 years old. So if he don't start hitting something, they don't get no better from him because he getting older. Yeah, he's getting older. So the question is going to be: Is he going to have more fresh Kobe's on, or is he going to make enough shots? <laughs> you know Yo, so what well, okay, about that prop bet? You think he crack it? You think he cracked double figures once in the in the regular season, yeah. the rest of the season? Ah oh, man, you got to think about it, man. That's see, that's that's what I'm saying. Like that's crazy. That's crazy. Well, they got but 20... you know what is wild? Because it's not that's that like bet ain't coming from nowhere. He's been like really bad this season. Cause, cause it, Cause this is the thing. This is the thing with him. He might hit two threes in a game, but he won't yeah. hit nothing else. That's the thing. Cause he, cause I even wrote it down. That man took 160 shots 
and uh, ninety of them been threes. Oh, this, this is the season stats. The season, yes. What? He literally takes three shots a game. Yeah, he gonna take hundred about one hundred sixty shots. It's like one hundred fifty seven exactly, something like that. Yeah. He literally takes three shots a game. That's it. So he can hit two threes and score nothing else. No layup, no free throw, no nothing. So him getting the 10 means he got to hit three threes and a technical or something or get two offensive rebound putbacks with a three. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So so he got to literally hit four shots in a game. He don't even average four attempts. He don't Right. Right. He don't even average four attempts. Right. Right, I'll have to look at how many double figure games. Yeah, because I didn't. I just thought that was wild. I was like, "Yo, now nah, I'll have to go on basketball reference and look." Yeah, I mean, it's like but, a legitimate argument that he won't score double figures one time for the last fifteen. I know for sure he won't get ten. Yeah, ten. The, the prop he, 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 he can hit three threes and yeah, he can hit three threes and a free throw. Um, shit, man. Whew. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna say yes because they're gonna play a tanker team. Yeah, they're gonna play a team that's tanker for Victor, uh, Detroit Pistons or somebody, and he's gonna have a good night. He's gonna go against a Jalen Dern or something, and he's gonna remind motherfuckers that he used to be that was Big, Big Twelve, 12 player the year back in the day, young so, fella. Right, so I, I'm I'm gonna give him, I'm gonna give him, right. I'm gonna give him I got I'm I got, got the over on that too. I just thought that was wild. I'm gonna, now it, now it won't be against a playoff team. Yeah. It will be against a team that 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 that's that ain't that ain't going. It won't be against a playoff team. Now, would he get ten against a playoff team? No, no. Nine playoff team, I think yes. Okay. So, I gotta put the caveat on it. But yeah, PJ Tucker, literally, <laughs> if he gonna keep playing, y'all keep talking about Bible and all that shit and Anthony Robertson. This man got to look at the goal, man. He 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 he's yeah, got to. I agree. Got to. Absolutely got to. All right, so that man got more tattoos than shots made this season. There you go, man. This shit crazy. <laughs> what is to you, bro? Shit crazy. What is to you, bro? Yeah. All right, yeah. so um, I'm telling you, that shit crazy. My seven is Jordan Poole. Now, oh shit. The main thing about Jordan Poole, Jordan Poole. I think Jordan Poole's the goods. I get why they gave him all that money. Hell, I'd have gave him all that money. I just need. <laughs> <laughs> no question is he a, is he a top 22 talent yes but like this this is what i'm about to get into i need you to wear that cape at all times the inconsistency with jordan Poole drives me nuts man nuts like why can you not be the same type player with steph and clay there one of them sits down Jordan Poole is an all-star caliber player. Both of them out there at the same time. Jordan Poole is a $10-$12 million contract type guy. And it's it drives me nuts, man. Like, because he's got the, like I said, the talent. Jordan Poole is the goods. He is a top 22 guard talent guy. Just based off pure ability. Problem is, you don't get that pure ability when the roster is full. So, is he better than Jerry yes. Rozier? Yes. You sure? I thought that was a no-brainer. It's not. Are no. we talking about talent or like better as a player? No, I'm talking about actual. Oh player. no, I, now, I, now I, as I, a player, now it is a little argument. 
talent-wise, it's, man, no. It's not even a landslide, Jordan Poole. A landslide. Is he better than Kevin Herter? No, he ain't better than Kevin Herter. As a player. No. And this is the problem. Because on any given night, he could be. He'll show you. He'll give you the moments. For the Golden State to repeat, um, because I think they have so many other holes in their roster. He better than Buddy Hill? Yeah, he better than Buddy Hill. But he has to be this on a consistent night. I mean, on a consistent basis, night in, night out for them, especially in the playoffs, which is why he's on this list. And I'm not sure if he can do it. But if he can do it, that changes the trajectory of where Golden State can go, even with this. Cam Thomas. He going to be better than Cam Thomas last 20 games of the year? No. Cam Thomas is uh, about to play like an all-NBA player. In this. If they had like all-NBA first, first half, second half, Cam Thomas is about to be on that list. For the second half. Like, he about to perform like that. He playing with house money right now. He playing with mm. house money. You know what I mean? So. Because I think after this season, Golden State going to have to trade him McClay. They are. That's I'm, but I'm that's what I'm saying. I'm trying, so, to, I'm trying to see what pool exactly, value but, is. That's so what now I'm I need to. Now you're going to have to, like, literally, like, because he was shaky. He was. I'm not going to say shaky, but it, it was exactly how I'm describing. He was inconsistent in their playoff run, especially in the finals last year. Like, he's inconsistent when the whole team is there. And for you to be, like, the next man up, which is – that's why the hell they paid you, bro. They paid you like that. You're the next man up behind Stephen Curry. I need to see a little bit more consistency. So yeah. let me ask you this before we go, before I go to my next guy. What is the Warriors title last year viewed as, like, not necessarily lucky, but, like, they was good, but we didn't really think y'all was going to win it. So this year, people kind of don't care that they like struggling. No, I mean, well, it's two totally different rosters, first of all, from this year to last year. It it is, but but people came into the year like picking them that's away. The, this that was, year. That's because, last year was more that's like because a, people um, look at Stephen Curry, and I, I mean, I don't, don't get me wrong, you need stars to win. You can't win without a star, but stars is not winning championships. If that makes sense, what I'm saying. It's these in-between guys. It's guys like Otto Porter. You know, it's guys like GP2 who they got back, you know. That's like being the difference in you winning. We're literally doing this segment on role players and how important these role players, you know what I mean? These are the guys that's helping you win these championships. And I don't think people pay enough attention to that, which is why we highlight them. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I I feel like the Warriors kind of last year, is making it what people not talking enough this year about how the Warriors is, is inconsistent they are. as hell. And they, no, and they still because the roster like, is completely different. They're going to turn it on. They're going to turn it on. They're yeah. going to turn it on. But not, it's only like 20, 25 games left. Ain't too much damn turning not, it on. I don't want to discredit like, them and being like they can't, like, I mean, but Stephen Curry's been playing like he, he's all NBA. It ain't like he's been playing bad. I mean, how much more turning it on can Stephen Curry do? Good. Yeah, but he also ain't been. But that's what I'm saying. Uh, like, why are everybody not talking like yeah, this? So. He playing the same number of games Kawhi. Because they, had, like, they were one of the best teams in the NBA like all season last like, year. From start, they was, but I don't think people would still want picking them to win the title. And I'm just saying, do you think them actually winning it as like a surprise? Recency bias is. A, is I don't a want to say surprise, thing, but surprise. Sounds recency crazy. bias is a real thing. Yeah, so. I don't. But based off the season they had the year before, with virtually the same roster just adding clay for a full season. People didn't think that they would be good enough to win a championship. 
just based on like that was a recency thing. That's why nobody like looked at them, even when they was like storming through the NBA season. People looked at the last version of the playoff Warriors they saw, which was getting bounced out by John Moran playing. So right now, fast forward to the the most recent version of the Golden State Warriors in the playoff setting. You seen them holding up a trophy. Recency bias, Mike, it matters. So now everybody, of course, is, oh, snap. So they can still. Steph still got it. He ain't done. Now, of course, everybody going to elevate him. I mean, you know that's how that works, man. Not even looking at the fact that a lot of they in-between guys, like the guys in-between the margin that did things for them to help them win that championship is no longer on that roster. Right. Yeah, because pool, pool going to be an interesting thing because they might not can't trade Draymond because of the Wiseman trade. But they might have to move pool instead of Draymond. Hey, so bro. I just asked a few players just to see what the market is yeah. on him. He's gonna be an interesting guy this very, offseason. Very so interesting. Just watch out for him, him to Charlotte for Terry Rozier. That's just one of my predictions going into the year. Uh, hot take. Hot take. All right. Yeah. Who you got in off six? Uh, all right, my number six, man. It's another it's another duet. Um Cleveland Cavaliers, man. The guards to the backcourt. Uh, we know what we, no, no, we know what oh. we know what Garland and Mitchell is. We know what Mobley and, and Allen is, but somebody got to play the motherfucking three. If these two guys was one player, it would be great. You talking about Okoro and uh, Levert? Curse Levert, <laughs> exactly. And one of these motherfuckers got to matter because one of you gonna be the guy that we gonna have to lie there and leave open when they got hey, man. Yeah. I cannot tell you how much and, I'm rooting uh, for Cleveland Miami first round, bro. And and Okoro actually shoots a high percentage, but for some reason he can make two or three of them and you just don't give a fuck that he did. Yeah. And Levert seems like a better score, but when he starts shooting, that means he's going to keep shooting, which means Mitchell and Garland ain't going to shoot, which makes you want to sit him down because the wrong motherfucker shoots. <laughs> so I'm, I'm very interested in how this thing going to work for them too right now because they got to play because they the bigger wings as far as playing deep defense. And Okoro is actually a pretty good defender. But the vert is the better offensive player, so I'm very interested to see how they do this come playoff yeah. time, because that's they that's the window to attack right there, right there. Okay. And with Kevin Love gone, now they don't have a a, a four to play mobile at the five and somebody at the four, unless you believe in Dean Wade or one of them guys. So, Which they do believe in Dean so Wade. Isaac Coro, they love Dean Wade. Yeah, so Dean Wade and Curtis Revert is my number six. All right. My number six is Chris Paul, the point guard, as a lot of people affectionately call him. Chris Paul is, like, probably the most important Phoenix Sun if they want to, like, have a crack at winning the title. Now, a lot of the stuff um, Patrick Beverly said last year about Chris Paul got criticized. Being a cone and all that. he was spot on. He was spot on with it. So, and I think people not, like, paying attention to that. Because I, for mm. one, think Chris Paul is cooked. Not cooked in the same, like, not like Kyle Lowry cooked. But he cooked in that he ain't point guard no more. You know what I mean? Bro, he 13 and 10. It's best. No, I mean, that's why I say. I mean, Kyle Lowry is like, what, 13 and 8? He ain't like, numbers numbers ain't Yeah, bad. so he know what he's doing. You got to know what you're looking at when you're looking at him. Right. Okay, okay. But like, okay. Long as Chris Paul could knock down the shot off the yeah. catch and shoot and get to his spots, he could do his job. Especially with Booker and Durant. It's going to be interesting. 
because they get in the half court set. That's yes, what it's gonna it come is. down. That's gonna be I think he holds the keys mm-hmm. to what they can do. Is their ceiling, but I think that their ceiling isn't as high because I don't think that he can live up to what they need him to live up to. I just don't think he got it no more. On and on the court. Hmm. Especially yeah. on the defensive end. Mm. Patrick Beverly, he was a little harsh with him, and people was like, yeah, like, that's disrespect. You just don't like him. And they dismissed what he said when it was the 100%. It was the truth. Chris Chris Paul is, is essentially mm. a cone out there. I mean, not like to the point that you're just going to do what you want, but Chris Paul getting hunted, we saw it last year, and all of that type of stuff. Like, it's just like, it's going to be different. Now, you already said Booker and Durant not going to be guarding the other team's best wing. So now we got another guy in the starting lineup we got to cover for. You know, that's why you got to goddamn get ready to play Josh Okoke. Yeah. I'm just saying. Because yeah. Booker can play the one. Yeah. Same. Yeah, so that's what we I ain't mad. I ain't mad at Chris Paul. I'm more I'm Aiton. I'm more Aiton than Booker. Mm-hmm. But no, Chris Paul it. really matters. I, I, I think mad. that they could be who they, like, want to be as far as, like, being the champions or, like, without getting prime DeAndre Aiton or, like, Top tier DeAndre Ayton. They can't be like that without Chris Paul. You can't get inconsistent Chris Paul and reach the pinnacle like they want to. Hmm. I think they got more room for wiggle with DeAndre Ayton. Not that he don't matter. He matters. You know? Right. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. So, hmm. All right. Who you got? Who you got? I'm, mad at it. I'm the opposite, but I ain't mad at it. Mm. All right. My number five. We talked about this team earlier. I got Steven Adams. Mm. Okay. Um, I don't know what it is about what he does as far as the uh, temperament of the team, but they got more confidence defensively when he's out there. Um, they're a bad shooting team, so he gets a lot of offensive rebounds to get him more opportunities. And he set some of the best screens in the league for Devin Bain and goddamn John Morant to come off that yeah. son bitch. And for some reason, when he ain't playing, the shit don't run the same. Um, he can't abuse mismatches the way you want him to. He's the guy that when you say can't, Score on a on a on a smaller dude. He what you what people be saying about Rudy Gobert. Stephen Adams is really what people be talking about. But for some reason, when he's not playing, Triple J don't have that same effect when he played a five that Stephen Adams does. Even though everybody um, swear Triple J is the best defender in the NBA. Right, but Stephen Adams makes this whole yeah. shit go. He 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 he. I don't know. He just he just does it for that squad. Yeah, like I, I said, I screening. The dives, the, the the communications. Hell, he even wanted to stop the stuttering. Because as soon as you try to get hard and Mountain Man comes and pull that little ponytail, motherfuckers see him yeah. want to sit down. They don't even try Stephen Adams. Nobody man, tries him. They don't even try that motherfucker. <laughs> and all he does is say, hey, mate. That's all he does. Motherfucker yeah. take the little ponytail and let the little Aquaman get to swinging that shit. Hey, motherfucker sit their ass down. Nah, for, for real, for real. He come out that water, yeah, motherfucker. Don't, don't, don't even go there. Steven Adams, bro. Nobody yeah. do. So Stephen Adams is my number five, and I, okay. So, and, and so when they play, I want them to play Phoenix so bad. I want Phoenix one. and Dallas. I wish they was a four or five matchup. I want them two to oh, play real. each other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's the matchup I want. Cause John Morant, you know what I'm saying? He, he that nigga, and then, like you said, the cold shit with Chris Paul. I would love to see that. And then Bang feels like I'm the underrated two guard, so you get to go against the best two guard. And then the best offensive dude get to go against Durant. I think that would be the perfect first round matchup. And then you got the bum light skin against the other dude that can't yes. score. But one believe he can score. 
That's the matchup I want. It's probably no chance that the USC that because they like they are six games behind Memphis or in the lost column. Yeah, but but that's good though because Memphis is two, so Phoenix can still finish second. No, Phoenix getting rid of sin, man, with Durant. Phoenix ain't going to, like, Phoenix are probably, like, what they got? 25 left. They win 15 of them easily. Stop. They win 15 of them. Yeah. So, Phoenix getting rid of sin. I would love to see. I would love to see Phoenix Dallas first round. I want Memphis and Phoenix. Yeah, but I ain't mad at it. All right, so. I got Adams. We uh, got five. Fifth. We got four. We yeah, yeah, four, we, five, we on five, fifth. fifth. That was the fifth. My fifth guy is Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah. Um, I think that, or the, everybody know Boston's been the best team in the NBA all season long from a record standpoint. Uh, for the record, I am not. I, don't, I might be in the minority. I'm. I mean, I'm probably not. But as far as like people I know, I'm not 100 percent sold on Boston. Like just being like the de facto champ. I will say that they um. Are the seconds or the best team in the NBA or in the Eastern Conference? I will give them that. I think what Malcolm Brockton brings is going to be interesting because I think he is a better closer than Marcus Smart potentially. I just don't know if Missoula will have the balls to like sit Marcus Smart. So I mean I don't know. Maybe he would. New coach. This is his regime. He just got the uh the nine now. So, but Malcolm Brockman is good enough to sit, uh, Marcus Smart offers a similar skill set and a better shooter, better decision maker, just like you know. So uh, that's a good. And, and just as good a defender, yeah, yeah, Clyde kept as far as the main thing that makes Smart special, which he is guarding up. Um, and so which is that was mm. probably the more the most underrated move of the offseason for me was Boston landing Malcolm Brockman. Somebody. Well, since we own since we own the Celtics, uh, I got Derek Wright on the list, so I might as well just go ahead and mention him now. While you got the most like talking about the Celtics, Derek White was okay. my guy. Same reason, same reasoning. I just felt like they didn't they didn't have the balls to pull Marcus Smart, so it was going between Brogdon and White. And if White shoots good enough from range, I think he'll better range shooter than Brogdon as far as getting his shit off. He'll better part of the uh, attack yeah. defender. Because what makes Smart good on defense is being able to guard up. So, if if you're going to leave Smart or Brogdon in, that's what you leave them in for because they can guard up. And White better at guard the point of attack. He's better at moving his feet and stuff like that. So, But Derek White has to keep knocking down the jumper. If he does not, then... Hey, like I said about Miami, at some back. point in time, yeah. it's got to even out. Like, Boston can't be this hot forever. Like, they're not... Yeah. I, it's just right. really weird, bro. Like, Sam Howell's a never misses, bro. Like Derek White yeah. never misses, bro. Like Malcolm yeah. Brogdon never misses. Like at some point in time, like I get Tatum and yeah. and Jalen Brown. You know, I get it. But the clip that Boston is shooting the three, it's gotta even out at some point in time, bro. It's got to. Right. Yeah, so I got Derek White because it's basically the same reason. Okay. This, I just think I just didn't think they would pick smart. I mean, Brogdon was smart because, like I said, what makes them look good is the defensive guarding up. Yeah. So. White is the guy that's going to be the guy who, who fucks that up or not. Because Peyton Pritchard ain't tall enough. Pritchard they best shooter, but he just ain't tall enough to play for what Boston yeah. want to do. Yeah, Peyton Pritchard was 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, neither one of them motherfuckers be starting. You know what I'm saying? But cause that, boy, that boy shoot that Peyton motherfucker can out of order. He just a midget. Yeah, he just, he just a midget. Right. So, I, 
So Derek White literally was was my okay. reason. Same thing. All so. right, next guy on my list is Aaron Gordon. Now I think that Aaron Gordon has the potential to not necessarily because I think Michael Porter is the most uh impactful nine star guy on Denver. But right after him, which I don't have Michael Porter on the list, but I think potential because that's because I I just think that I know what I'm gonna get from Aaron Gordon. But if the ceiling like hits the ceiling for Aaron Gordon for real, for real, Denver's gonna win the championship easily. And I mean like easily win the championship. Like same team, different guy. Good. My number one was my. I, yeah, I get it. I get it. I could have went either way with that because I just think that, like you know, Aaron is a little bit more consistent, and that you know what you're gonna get on both ends of the court from him. But the ceiling for if Michael Porter, that ceiling though with Michael Porter, you know. So I, I get it. And I know, I know for a coach, the worst feeling in the world is when a motherfucker don't guard the way yeah. you want. And Bruce Brown is on that team. KCP is on that team. Aaron Gordon is on that team. So they got enough defenders at the wing position to where Michael Porter can piss you off. Yeah. But the problem is he's the dude on the squad that can get you a 30 ball without taking 15 dribbles. Michael Porter is literally going to swing this title one way or the other. I can see it. And he's one of the, he's one of the 10 best shooters in the NBA, period. Other than Kevin Durant, he's the best tall shooter in the NBA. Far six okay. eight and up, dude. Only one shoot better than him is Kevin Durant. That motherfucker is, is the mismatch problem on that team. But he don't guard and he got back problems, so we don't know how he's gonna hold up going through a playoff. Can Denver, you think Denver he's going to the title? Like Michael Porter being a factor? No, no, no. Michael Porter has to walk away from these playoffs with us saying. Man, is he a top thirty player in the league? I think they could if Aaron Gordon is a factor. Like, like Gordon don't score. Like, that's what I'm enough. saying. Like, I, he can though. It's not like he can hit a stretch where like because he got the capability. You know, Gordon, 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 Gordon can score, but he can't get no. buckets. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Porter can yeah. get buckets. Porter can go against a Kawhi or Paul George and give and get them motherfuckers hell 12, 15 minute stretches in each game. Cause he that type of shooter, you know what I'm saying? If he does not play that way, I don't think Denver can win the title. He has to be. It's almost crazy that that Murray they second best player, but Porter got to be the second best player if they want to win the title. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think Porter because he he's the he's the rare guy. He's the six ten, scored at three levels, dude. He just don't dribble it good enough to be a point forward ish type guy. He dribble like a stick stuck up his ass. You know what I'm saying? Like he can't. I don't know. He can't. He can't swag with the motherfucker. I don't know. It's weird as fuck to me. He can't swag with it. But if that bitch jump up and down, motherfucker, it's going down. It's going down the barrel. All right. Um, going down the barrel. He's the six ten Clay Thompson. All right. So I'm gonna go my. What we on three, right? My third one. Um, yeah. So we got three more left. I'm gonna give this this one, and then I want you to give your next two because my next two is teammates. So I'm gonna just tie them all in together. After, after okay. This. So my third guy, number three on my list, is Russell Westbrook. Now, I didn't want to jump all the way into it. <laughs> I knew I was like, yo, put ass because I didn't want to jump all the way into because I knew I was gonna bring him up later on in the show. But 
Honestly, because clearly he's gonna he's given a role for a team that has championship aspiration. Clearly, they promised him. I don't, I don't know if it was a start, but they promised him a role big enough where he wouldn't have negotiated about it. So clearly, they offered him a role that he's gonna be playing on the team that, like I said, is title contender. Based upon his shooting numbers, I know nobody can see the sense in it, but from like what I heard. They pretty much told him not to shoot. Everything that he does, as far as like putting the ball in the hole, should be done from a paint touch perspective, which he's still good at. He can still get into the paint. And like I said, one of the biggest things about him is he he doesn't take plays like days, none of that off. He's gonna come to play. I'm not gonna question his effort. And you might question some of the decisions he makes while he's giving the effort. The effort is gonna be there, you know. Oh, let me ask you. Let me ask you somebody. Why will never see that shit when he guards see, somebody? It's just me. It's like I said, you're going to question the decision. He'll show effort into like gambling and versus just showing effort into like staying pat and sliding your feet. He'll give you the effort. Like he'll like attempt to steal. He, he no, don't he got doesn't. no business attempting. That's he He'll show you the effort on the defensive end. No, it's he, just stupid. It makes no sense is. when he does it. Like, why the hell would you do that? Like, why would you like gamble at this? So, what he does is, so what he does is stand, so what he does is stand at the nail. Pray that you don't swing the ball, and then when the ball comes off the rim, hey yo yo yo, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Zoom. And then get the he, like, he don't break. guard shit. But he can get that. Yeah, but he don't. But he don't guard shit. I don't. I don't care if my point guard can ten rebounds now. That ain't your job. I mean, rebounding is a team it, thing. It, it's cute. You can do it. No, I, I get it. It's cute. You can do it. I mean, bro, we we got it. You can do it. How about guard your fucking man at the top? Why are you guarding the dude in the corner standing at the nail? Talking about, I got it, I got it, I got it. How about you guard him, mother? How about your athleticism show some goddamn money? I mean, how about block a shot? How about, how about, how about take a charge? Yeah, how about do some other shit? Him. Step in like you on a revenge. Talking about rock the cradle. How about you put a baby in the cradle? How about you <laughs> clap a motherfucker down and go to sleep? How about you put one in the cradle? How about you, how about you put one in the cradle? Yeah, how about you put somebody in the car seat? How about you strap somebody the fuck down? You know I know, I, mean? I get, I get like what where you, you come from. Since you the goddamn babysit all the time. What, like, like, why said, everybody keeps saying he got you'll see the effort. It's just stupid. It's just dumb effort, and it's like some of it is pointless. Oh, so 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 you admit that he has no I know. I said that. I said you're going to see the effort, but you just might not agree with the decision-making that he's giving you with the effort. So your point guard has no IQ on either, on either end of the I ain't going to say either end. I, I mean, it's, it's not like all bad decisions, especially on offense. Shooting selection is horrible. 40%. But like I said, it sounds like they had that conversation 40%. with him. About the forty percent, forty percent. What? It's probably his decision making. No, no, no. Oh yeah, yeah, forty. Yeah, I was about to say about sixty percent good. Yeah, forty percent bad. Maybe, maybe, so, maybe so, so I give him sixty-five to seven. Okay, so so we flipping a coin. Yeah, from about sixty-five to seventy. It just really all depends, though, you know. But. So basically, he the uncle with the great charm. That's why he keep, yeah. he just gonna want this man to be an uncle so damn bad, bro? Like, what? why that man gotta be an uncle for? Like, what, I don't get it. I that, okay, you're not wrong, but what I'm saying is that I can see some of the value that he provides. He still attacks the basket at a high level. He can still finish at a high level. He can still attract. Well, like I said, when you attacking the basket and being able to finish draws in defenders. They got capable three-point shooters around him. Plenty of it. 
you know, I, I think it'll be fine. It's just a, a matter of what type of decisions are you going to get from Russ. And uh, not just not like playmaking decisions. The shot selection decisions is mainly on what I want to see. If he can take shots at the rim, shots um 15 feet in the end, I'm cool with it. The trajectory of the team, I think, I don't like I said, it's not like super high, five percent better, but it's better, you know. So, but I am interested in to see how that dynamic because he's a polarizing name, you know. He's gonna get all the attention all all day long. I've just been seeing people post clips of him in practice and like, who gives a damn about what he's doing in practice? Like, so it's gonna be that. It's gonna be a a, a bunch of attention around him and this team because of him, you know. So. Interesting. You, you know, you know your you know your drunk uncle could be a charming guy until he starts drinking. Right? Sometimes my drunk uncle gets saying. more charming when he drinks. Sometimes that, that's what I'm that saying. Salt really comes out saying. is he, when he, he drinks. Let him drink, man. See, I'm just saying, great, give uncle, give uncle Wade, taste. Wade, Wade Brook is a great. Taste, he's, a, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. Phenomenal guy. He is a phenomenal. He tips the ball boy. He tips the ball boy. He gives back yeah, to the community. Phenomenal guy. He loves his wife just as much as LeBron loves his. And you and know, not and not phenomenal dude. This can't be ignored. His teammates love him, man. Everywhere he go. Now this last situation, and they all the main leave. teammate like didn't love the fit, but teammate is te- he's here because his team, his previous teammates loved him. They love his ass, bro. Yeah, but they also leave. They him. do. You know, it's they, they got they, a matter, man. Want, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, some girl, you know, some girls in the world, man, they got good pussy. The nigga want to fuck him. He just don't want to be true with me. You know, you know, you know you I ain't ready right for now. a relationship right you know what now. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but I will fuck you, though. But I will fuck you. Ooh, that's hilarious, you know bro. You phenomenal, though. But you phenomenal, though. You know what I'm saying? I'm just yeah, saying, I mean, man. Like, <laughs> Like, I can't believe you got this much faith in that motherfucker. I, I tell you what, it ain't it ain't a lot of faith. It's, it's he's one of the guys I'm interested in seeing like as a role because he's a role player. Nobody's arguing that. He don't he don't no, know he that. He knows that, but this they like I said, he don't know that. Now. And they had this combo with him, huh? Ma. Ma, he heard that shit. He said everything they wanted to hear. But watch when he played 22 minutes, and Terrence Mann is closing in the fourth quarter. Watch how I feel. Yeah, that's 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 Just why done. this is gonna be interesting to see. Yeah, yeah, because I, I he said all the same shit with the like. I hear y'all guys. I got it, man. Whatever it takes, man. And, until they until they start hurting his feelings, I'm just telling. You, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. I can't even believe the Clippers even took a chance with this shit. And that stud named Bones Island. You better get ready. Get your sports bras and go overseas, bro, because you about to get the hell about it. Hey, yo, man. You about it. Yeah. 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 That stud is on the way out of here. <laughs> I knew you going to say it twice because I was going to laugh. Like, I'm not even going to get brought Listen. The satisfaction is like, well, why yeah. would you call that man a stud, bro? Guess what he looked like? He looked like a little stud. Oh, look, look. Let my buddy <laughs> Bro, that nigga had on two sports bras. I heard you say that before, and I looked at him like, yo, I, now I can't unsee it. Yeah, yeah, he's a little stud. Now That's I can't unsee it. A little stud, man. You're a little study. Got a little hairdo, the studs got right, everything. Little, little Just stud, go to your next yeah. two, man. Who, who your last yeah. two? Yeah. All right, my last two, man, it was Tory Craig we don't spoke on. I don't think we got to rehash that. Just know that he got to shoot 40% from the three-point line. We can be shooting this season. Yeah. Um. And out of his field goal attempts, half of them is three. So he know what his role is. Stand behind the line, bro, and pray that shit go in. 
You know what I'm saying? So it's gonna all come down to you, bro. And then my last ones is uh the black dude that just got signed. It ain't played one second this season. Jay Crowder. Mm. That's um, a good one. You had Chris Middleton. I had Jay Crowder. But I think we for the same reasons, but different scenarios. Jay Crowder too slow to play the three. Yeah. He can't move, man. I don't know where people get this idea from. He's a fucking power forward. I don't know where people are getting this other shit from. But the problem is, <laughs> he's slow and Joe Eagles is slower. So somebody got the goddamn not play. Because Grayson Allen, Grayson Allen can't play in the Boston Celtics series. He can't guard Tatum or he can't guard Brown. So he cannot play in that motherfucker. Uh, as far as the stretches he need to play. And Pat Connerson can't need at six four. So Joe Eagles and Jay Crowder gotta play. But Crowder just slow. I don't know. And he got the same number of field goal makes that Ben Simmons got this season. So we don't know if he's worth a damn or not. So these next 20 games, we're going to find out if he can still play basketball or not. So we yeah, don't know. We are. Um, yeah. so, uh, that's interesting. Okay. Right. So we don't know. We don't know what he can do. So, and then, and like I said, Eagles has looked like shit since he came back. He a couple passes out of his ass. And he got good interviews. Sound like Cracker Down Dundee. All right, mate. Joe, shit. Joe like, Eagles is funny, though. He is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, got a little pocket knife hilarious. and shit. You know, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But he can't make a goddamn thing. So I don't know what crowd is supposed to be. I ain't to be. All I know is he a 59 on 2K. So he's working <laughs> down in video games. We're going to see if he works down in real life. Yeah, Yo. So they crowd is, is, is my last guy. And before you go, honorable mention to. RJ uh RJ Barrett, Corey Kespert, Kyle Anderson, Jalen Williams of the uh OKC, and then I had Jordan Poole too. Just okay. for the just for the record. So that, that was my first uh five off. You know what I'm saying? Oh. And then Ben Simmons just strictly for the comedy. You know what I'm <laughs> for the comedy. Just for the comedy. Yeah, for the comedy. You know what I'm saying? Just so my last two, I wanted to, to group them together. Um, because my last two are teammates. One of them is a new teammate. But my last two is Kevin Love and Tyler Hero. Now, Tyler Hero is right on the 21 a night right now. And like I said, I'm a Miami Heat super fan. I'll always watch all 82. Watch every game Tyler Hero's played. He ain't played in like all like what like 50 some games, however many he done played. But I've watched every game he's played in. He's significantly better than he was last year. I'm not, not even just like from a scoring standpoint. I'm talking about as a basketball, as a defender, as a decision maker, as a ball handler. He's a top 10, top five pick and roll guard in the NBA right now. My thing with him is can I see this shit in April, my boy? Can I see this shit in May, my hmm. boy? Can I see this shit in June? Because if I see it in April and May, we get into June from him. Man, like I said on the last episode, which you know what I mean? Um, it's arguable if y'all want to argue, whatever. Bam is uh, entering the top 10 realm. Jimmy is top 10 when it matters. I don't think nobody wants to argue that. Tyler Hero is the one guy that if he brings his leap to the playoffs, can elevate us to a championship team, along with us adding a guy like Kevin Love. With him being able to space the floor and being at the – now we have a legitimate shooter at the wing – so when Bam, Bam is to elevate to the level that if he catch that ball at the high post, you are done for. There is no more dropping on Bam no more. But when Bam run the screen and roll, there's no more dropping on that. Bam catch that shit, is going up, and he hits him. Now he's knocking them shits down 
left and right. I'm talking about left and right. So his elevation, Kevin Love's addition into being able to stand in the corner, space the floor, also add rebounding to where – because Bam does a lot of covering for everybody else for Penn State, which means at the end of the possession, Bam's, Bam don't he's, – he's averaging right at 10 rebounds, but Bam probably could be like a 13-rebound guy if he didn't have to, like, switch out and guard Kyle Lowry's guy all the time, like stuff like that. A lot of his possessions, the possessions are ended with Bam 20 feet away from the basket, which teams scheme for that because they know Bam is that type of defender. So the teams will literally run sets to, like, try to draw Bam away from the basket. It happens all the time. But with this addition, Bam should be able to, like, with another rebound in there, another shooter, Tyler Hero taking the lead. Miami Heat could legitimately win a championship this year if things shake right. If Tyler could bring what he's bringing in the playoffs. If we had – because if we have Tyler Hero, the problem with – what, what happened last year with, against Boston is Tyler disappeared, Bam disappeared, other than what game was that? Game four? Game three? Whatever. The Bam game against the Celtics. Every only player that showed up was Jimmy. If Tyler would have played six man of the year, like basketball, like how he played the entire season, we beat Boston. You know what that means, right? You got to deal with us. I mean, quotation marks got to like deal black with us. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's what this boils down to, bro. And that's why he's so high on my list. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, hey, we we can make this short and sweet right here. Hey, can you show this athleticism against the Tyler? Black athletes, which he's been doing it in the regular season, Tyler. Tyler got to go against Rashad now, nigga. <laughs> you do your thing, but, like, bro. that's what I'm saying. What Regular season has been no problem. He's been doing it. Because Tyler Hero gets guarded. Like, right. Tyler Hero is – he don't catch. Right. Like, it, the best defender usually is not guarding Jimmy. The best right. defender usually is You got to see that nigga in the alley with the Vaseline on his face, brother. You got to go Which see Which is him, why he's so high on my list. But if, if he brings – You got to go see the dude with the Vaseline. That's what it boils down If he down performs to. in the playoff how he's performing in the regular season, the Heat are going to – You've been hanging with Jock Harrow. You should have been hanging with DMX. Man. I mean, but Tyler, Tyler, Tyler Hero is one of them white together. guys that literally, like, he probably, like, you know, you know, he's just stuff like, yeah, he thinks he's black. No, Tyler Hero, like, does not believe he's white at all. Bro, he nice. No, I'm talking about, like, not even just, nice like, enough. within basketball. I'm talking about, like, listen to him talk, like, listen to it in, a, in an interview from Tyler Hero. Like. Oh, yeah. Oh, bro, he think he the best dude in the world. He think he the one of them dudes. I, I, I hear him. I hear him. But I can see. Yeah. I can see when you play us, it ain't quite the same, my mm-hmm. brother. Which has been like that, other than this season. And like I said, and that's why I'm so interested so, to see. Are, are we going to see, like, the elevation in the playoffs? I need to see it in, I need to see it in April, May, and June, my aye. boy. Hey. You better play, do the right thing. I like you, the motherfucker, the pizza parlor. Got them. You better get his to shit together. To April man, better get his shit together. So, you know, those right. are my top two. I ain't worried about Kevin Love. Kevin Love gonna do what he do. It really just boils down yeah. to time. Oh yeah, yeah Love was two, and Tyler was one on my list. That's for the record. Yeah, what it looked like yeah, when you exactly. look at us. Tyler, Tyler is the, the number one guy. Like, if he brings it, we good enough yeah. to win the title. Hey, if Matt McClung can do let's it, go so a affirmative action, brother. Let's get it, yeah. Let's get it, brother. One time for affirmative too, action for the white guy to the lead, breaking down you these racial barriers. You can do it, let's brother. Go. You can do it.
You can do it. They 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 tried to make us replace Iron Man. Go get your suit back, brother. Go get your suit back. Fuck the Black Falcon. Go get your suit back. <laughs> you can do it. You All can right, do it. So, <laughs> God damn it, you can do it. That's um before we <laughs> That man got white America on his back. Really sure good, <laughs> good luck. Good luck, brother. Good but, luck. Uh, good luck. Before we cut out, man, we're gonna touch on um Fuck it. We'll just call it what it is. We'll touch on the Bronny James. Because <laughs> I was trying to word it in a way to make it seem like it wasn't about him, but it's about him. Um, updated. <laughs> the new updated NBA prospect list for next year came out. And I just want to give you the chance. I'm going to give you an opportunity to get you another Bronny James take home. Yo, you got to grow up, bro. Like, grow up, Court. <laughs> hey, listen. Grow listen, man. Up, I, I, I'm not even going to shit on the I'm not even going to shit on the kid, man. I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to put this on the media, man. I'm not even going to put this on Brody James cuz he he ain't writing this shit about it. Cuz he he know he, he know this shit ain't true. So, it, it ain't on him. But it ain't on him. All, all I'm asking America to do, you know what I'm saying? Whoever listened to this, I don't give a fuck if it's single digits, a hundred people, a thousand people, a million people, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Ask y'all selves. When the last time you heard of a guy being on the bench for three years or starter for one season and never won the state title, be called a winner. For one. I'm gonna repeat that again. He been on the bench for three years, started his senior year. They didn't even make it out of the second round of the playoffs and be called a winner. For one. When do we ever say you're the best perimeter defender in high school <laughs> basketball to make you a lottery pick at the guard position? At, at six, six two, six three. Nah. Just think about what I'm saying. I'm not even gonna use his name. Just, just in however long you've been living. When the last time you heard of a motherfucking scout saying? For a high school basketball player, he's the best perimeter. His intangibles in the are the reason why he's a lottery. He's going top chin in the motherfucking in the draft. Hey, Just yo, ask man. yourself: When have you ever heard that shit in your life? I get where you're going with this, and I'm. A, this is all I'm gonna say. Okay, this. okay. Now hold on. Hey, I, go I, ahead. I'm gonna let you cook. I'm gonna let you cook. Go ahead. Patrick Beverly, garbage to the whole world. He ain't shit in the NBA. Do y'all know he averaged 37 points a game in high school? And he's a defender in the league right now. But this 14 point per game motherfucker in high school is supposed to be that dude. Chris Duhon was, was fucking uh, Mr. Louisiana coming out as a defender guard in the league. Shout out to that. Avery Bradley. Avery Bradley was the number one player in the country as a defender player in high school. John Wall was not a scorer in high school. He was a defender, playmaker in high school. Number one player in the country at the guard position. Still averaging over 20-something tonight with getting these 10 assists a game. What I'm trying to tell y'all is, <laughs> these great athletic motherfuckers in high school, put a ball in the hole. They was buckets. They was fucking buckets. They was goddamn buckets. Yeah, not a bucket. This man, is averaging, this man is averaging 14 points a game. Bro. Y'all know a motherfucker in your neighborhood averaging 14 a game. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know a motherfucker in your neighborhood. Yo, I'm just saying. You know, you know a regular Joe Smo, your homeboy is getting 14 a night, bro. Y'all all know one. We all know one. 
I swear to God, Jimmy, that motherfucker couldn't get to a low D one, let alone the blue blood. I'm a, I'm gonna say this. I think just look at this bullshit. Just look at this bullshit. The man don't average double figure in assists, double digit rebound. He don't kill in the EYB. Not, not to mention he every time he shit. plays a top tier guy or another highly ranked guy, they lose. And he barbecue and he gets chicken fried. in the process. <laughs> barbecue every chicken time. in the process. <laughs> Listen, when your when when your highlight reel, when your highlight tape is four minutes long and two minutes and a half minutes of it is showing a picture of your daddy or your mama, you ain't good. I ain't gonna say he ain't good. You going Just too saying. far. Listen, no, 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 no. He ain't got to say it. I said it. I ain't going to say he ain't that ain't. good. Huh? I, is he a lottery pick? He ain't that good, homie. Hell no. Him. Bro, he not, he, not, he not a motherfucking power six school player. He ain't no, that no, good, no. I homie. think he's good enough. When your, when your highlight reel is, your daddy said, I want to play with you. You ain't good enough. You ain't, you ain't that guy, pal. You just ain't that guy. You just ain't that guy. You just yeah. ain't that guy. Robert Dillingham was fucking number 30 in the same motherfucker. That blows my mind, bro. <laughs> Robert One Dillingham. Scout looked at Bronny James and then looked at Robert Dillingham and liked Bronny James better than Robert Dillingham. How? How? I have. How? And y'all, and they and they said the NBA don't play defense. That's what they that's what they tell. They don't play no defense in the league. I just did. So why you taking the nine bucket motherfucker over the nigga who get bucket? But anybody who ain't seen Dillingham play, when we talk about that one-on-one shit, oh yeah, I would love show. to see him in it too. <laughs> put, put him, him in, in the ones competition with all them. Guys. Put, put, put him in there. Definitely. Put, put, put him in there. Put Definitely put Dillingham in, in the ones competition. Put him in there. Put him in there. <laughs> he made for it. I'm talking. about He made for it right Definitely now. Definitely is. Right now, we ain't talking about two years later. We are talking about right now. He can get some buckets on the league. Yeah. Right now. The NBA, right especially now. with the rules, that like, you can't guard him right now. NBA guys can't guard him. Not the, I mean, the upper echelon guys with the wingspan and all that. They got a better chance. Yeah. But I'm talking about he's real position. Yeah, yeah. Can't guard. Yeah, ones him, right? can't guard. They ain't ones got a chance in there. They no. can't got a chance in there. All I'm saying is just look at y'all own life and all the guys y'all done seen. And name a, a three year bitch player, one year starting, and he's a winner. And they never won states. Uh, a guy that averaged under 15 The winner, Monica, bothers me. Talking about goddamn intangibles uh, and shit. That bothers me. And his highlight reel is his daddy showing up to the game in the first quarter and leaving before the crowd gets late. That's all I'm saying. Uh. Name another motherfucker Can't like come up with one. Name another motherfucker Strong like words, one. though. Name words one. Is real strong. Name another. Listen, listen. I ain't never seen so much garbage in my motherfucking life with this bullshit right here. People going to start to think you like Skip Bayless is with Bronny James with his daddy. Oh, no, no, no. Listen, like, listen. Skip listen, Bayless to his son. Listen. That's fine. So I'll wear that. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is find me a motherfucker. Just find no, me agree one. With you on that. Because you ain't all the stuff you say. Just find no, me no. one. I think it's bullshit to use a lottery pick. Like that. I, that's what I was going to say. Like I, to, to me, it kind of seems like the integrity of the game is in question. And I don't like that shit at all. Being like, I'm being like 100% honest. Like, I mean, Courtney's serious with it. He making jokes about it to make it seem a little lighthearted. But I, something is off with that because there's no way that, like, and I trust the integrity of the scouts. I'm not, it's getting to the point I'm not, like, I don't know if I can trust him no more. I've seen this guy play real games. I've seen him play. He's not a lottery pick. And I know I'm not a scout for a living, but I've been watching enough NBA basketball player. I know a fucking lottery pick when I see one. He ain't that. 
he's not no lottery pick, especially top 10. They didn't even say lottery. They had the man in the top 10. You kidding me? Top 10? Bro, he was three picks behind DJ Wagner. That's 20 picks ahead of Robert, ahead of Robert Dillingham. Dillingham. That's the real thing. Like, Dillingham, I just, I, I don't know. I, something is off about that. I'm never going to, like, bash I want to say, I want to say Caleb Foster was, was 26, I think. And literally, that's who ended his season. And he been cooking that cooking motherfucker three times. They played him three times. Oh, he didn't play the first game. He didn't play the first game. Second two he played. Including he didn't playoff game. He got cooked in that game, too. Yeah. Yeah, Notre Dame beat them three times. Mm-hmm. With my boy. Shout out to Caleb Foster and the rest of the brotherhood. You know? But, yeah, I, that's, yeah, I, I don't know. Something seems off about that, man. You know, I'm never going to fault that man for taking advantage of, like, he playing the hand that was dealt him. He didn't ask to be LeBron's son. You know? But something just ain't right about how it's going, man. It's just, I don't know. And I, and, it just seems weird that, like, we was kind of talking about this. I, I, I actually would kind of love to see him, even though I don't think he deserves to be a lottery pick. I would love to see him get drafted by, like, a team like the Pistons. And then LeBron look us right in the face. No, 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 no. Dream scenario. Michael Jeffrey yes, Jordan uh, draft his baby boy. Now you got to go get fucking You got to go play. <laughs> For the goat. Now you gotta go get buckets for Mike. You gotta go to close your career. Out. You gotta go get buckets for the goat. <laughs> to close your motherfucker. That is a dream out. scenario. That would be the dream fucking scenario. You got to go play ball for the goat. And wear number twenty fucking three. Mike ain't gonna Mike, you Mike is petty, bro. Mike would never okay him to wear that. Go ball for the goat. Never okay that man. That man will be six in Charlotte. Mike ain't going. Bro. And I would love to see that. Not just being like a North Carolinian and as a guy that like, you know, by default roots for the Hornets. But like because of what he said, the storyline behind can you imagine LeBron ending his career playing for Michael Jordan? <laughs> Bro, that'll be like Nas having Ethan. Because Nas ended his career under Jay Z when he ended his career, but towards the end of his like prime, yeah, he literally had to, to sign Jay Z. That would be the goddamn equivalent. I would to see love that, bro. Goddamn LeBron. I would love to see that. Jeffrey Jordan play for a black owner, brother. Yeah. Hey, that bro, would be a good. Help us out, bro. <laughs> Out, that bro. scenario would be amazing, you know. Um, a matter of fact, that's gonna be the Spotify question. Would you like to see LeBron play for a team owned by Michael Jordan? That's gonna be the Spotify poll question. I want to see what y'all think about that this week. So that would be the dream scenario. It would be love. Okay, lovely. All right, man. You know we had a lovely. whole Bronny episode, so I don't want to spend too much time on. But I did want to touch. Ain't nothing to spend time on, bum ass motherfucker. Listen, man, oh, man, 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 man. man. bro, listen. Where your heart at, yo, bro? It, bro, it's a kid in your neighborhood averaging fourteen goddamn points a game, about to go to motherfucking Greensboro College. No, the man, fuck out of here. This shit lottery, crazy. Shit crazy. This shit crazy, bro. Shit crazy. Fourteen point a game combo guard. Yeah. But you supposed to be a supreme athlete? What the fuck? Man, that's supposed to be a quarter for your ass when you got in the high school yeah. basketball. And you got a, a hand-selected team? 
Very true. What? What? Come on, man. We know regular motherfuckers putting up 30 a night at them goddamn hand-selected shits. Like, come on, man. Yeah. He ain't even play better than the, the, for those who ain't from North Carolina. He ain't play better than Josh Newkirk in motherfucking high school. Hmm. Nah, he did. He did. Come on, man. Come New, on, New man. Kurt won't know Mickey or none of that. None of that bullshit. Come on, no. man. And he went to Indiana and all that, for those who don't know. He went to Major D1 and shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, man, come on, man. Come on, man. Fuck out of here. Fuck it, Brian and James. 14, 5, and 3. <laughs> Sound really up. Go, 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 go play for Team USA in the top 10 pick. 14. Yeah, they put, they put him here in the hoop summit. I thought I heard some of He really is in the hoop summit? <laughs> Yes, oh man, he ain't that so goddamn shit, bro. Cause that's the elites of the yes. elite in high school basketball. Yeah. He is not. That. He not even the best. He not even the best son. No, in the he's family. not. Bryce is better than him. I can't wait to see how they treat him. Man, I don't even want to find out. So I'm sad. I'm sad how they how they how they disrespecting us. Like my eyes. Don't no, work. I'm yeah, I, that, I, I got a problem with that. I really do. I have a real problem with the mm-hmm. way that they like pushing this. He's the next great narrative on that, and they just setting this kid up for failure. I, I'm I'm starting to feel bad for him because at some point in time, his dad's name and cachet can get him there. His dad's name and cachet can't score for him. It can't get over screens for him once he gets to the league. Like I'm <laughs> serious. Like it, it, at some point in time, that shit's going. It's it's not going to help him no more, and it's going to be more of a detriment hey. than it is a benefit. Hey, remember. He got an attachment. I'm just saying, man. I wish I wish Cody the best, but I don't, I don't They setting him up for failure, man. They really <laughs> That motherfucker, that motherfucker, the high school they Georgia. Man, y'all ain't y'all ain't never heard a fucking combo guard got in catcher, man. What the fuck man. kind of shit? Man, the way they talk about him, you'll think he's a white player from fucking Indiana. French lick or some shit. <laughs> fucking intangibles, he's a winner. <laughs> All right. space the floor. <laughs> oh, wow. Ooh, that motherfucker done set us back worse than McClung winning the oh, dunk wow. contest. Yeah, see, so I don't want to do that from shit. Bronny, man. So we, hey, listen, we're going to wrap the Bronny up. We're going to wrap the Bronny talk up, man. You got anything else you want to um get off your chest before we part ways? Get the uh, Duke, Duke Carolina podcast coming up soon. Uh. I will be on this one being the narrator. I got, I got, I'm going to talk shit to both teams because I don't give a fuck about neither one of them. But this team Wolfpack over here. Hey, this team Wolfpack over here, baby. Better record than both of them bitches. Woo! The pack over here, bitch. Better than both of them motherfuckers. Now you you want to claim NC State. Man, see, niggas like you is the worst, man. (laughs) You are the worst, bro. This is why I didn't have you on the last. You got to stay out of it, bro. Now you want to come up here claiming NC State, man. Yeah, King Pack, baby. King Pack. I said it on the show that Smith was going to lead the record better both of y'all motherfuckers. I said it on here. We get further in the tournament. It's, it's, it's documented as a guest in the, in his house. I just don't know which episode. I want to say it was episode like four or five. I can't remember which one. But it's documented. It's on here. Couldn't it? All right. Yeah. So we're, we're like, what, and, what and I tried to put some money on it, but your scary ass didn't want to go for them little bum ass dookies. Ain't been wrong. Yeah, like he said, we had uh, another, you know, an um, advance of the Duke Carolina game coming up next weekend. We'll have another special Duke Carolina pod. So, y'all be on the lookout for that. Um, 
Be on the lookout for anything that we doing on Google, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You can also follow us at the Professional Amateurs Podcast on Instagram. You know, lock in with us. Uh, Courtney, you ain't got nothing else to say other than that. No, we out like Brian and James in the oh top ten, baby. <laughs> we out. Thank y'all for locking in. Y'all be easy. Catch y'all next week. Bachelor Amateurs, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.